cornered in the pits of Detroit, Michigan. Your ass is listening to Radio Underground. Radio Underground, episode 172, Indian winter is killing us, it's randomly cold, daylight savings makes it where I can't sleep, shaving years off my life, but we're still here to entertain you people, Al, Brian, how you guys doing? Tired, because of daylight savings. Yep. I'm doing well. Messed up my shit. So, unseasonably cold weather hurting your bones, guys? Now, well, here, all right, so when we have Indian summer... That means it's like after the first day of fall, right? Usually late, much after. Cause first day of fall is like September. So technically, 21st. though, it's not really Indian winter, though, because it's still winter. It is still winter until Monday. Oh yeah, it's only till Monday. Okay, yeah, then it's Indian winter. Fuck it. Yeah. Or wait, is it Monday or is it Tuesday? It's something. What's it today? Today is the eighteenth, so and it is. Uh, it's, it's either Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Do you guys remember when St. Patrick's Day mattered? Like yesterday. Yeah. I don't even like. I was thinking about it. Yeah. I'm driving through downtown Walled Lake, and uh, there's people, like, out on balconies and stuff at bars, and I, I'm completely confused at what's going on. Yeah. What the fuck is everybody doing? And I'm, like, driving slow through the town, you know, I'm like, what the fuck, man? Oh, man, and I forgot. Oh, yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird uh, St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, I don't know. I it used didn't to, feel like St. Patrick's Day, you know? It used to matter to me. No, yeah. I don't. Mm. No, no. I mean, what? Yeah, it used to matter. It don't no more. I guess a corned beef wouldn't be bad, but. No, no. yeah, the food, I had the, foods, the food still ma- Yeah, I forgot to get some shit. Yeah, it was all right. But I just want some corned beef. Killings and Guinness is gross. I still say that to my dying day. Oh, yeah, yeah I didn't. I, I liked them. <laughs> I like. Killians. Oh, did you? Yeah. I like them. Guinness. Oh, uh, yeah, you did drink that. Guinness, is drink. My, Guinness yeah. was my favorite beer. Yeah, when you drink. I don't know. It was. It, it, yeah. Eh, it's not mine. Mike used to say it tasted like hairspray. It does. Guinness on tap or Guinness in the can. Was, I never drank it in the bottle. But yeah. No. And always room temperature. I like Killian's. I like the Killian's also. Or yeah. the other one. There was another Irish red that was out at the same time. But yeah. The red one they got over Dragon Meat's good. The yeah. Eric the Red. But, you know. Stuff. I just wasn't a big fan of it, I guess. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's cool. You're, Still you're not. not. You're not Irish, though. So. Nothing, yeah, like not. nothing like a warm lager. I posted something <laughs> on Facebook, kind of like mocking. I said, "All you mix wearing green." Yeah. Like, yeah. I go. I couldn't. I couldn't make you. I couldn't see. There was a like camouflage. Yeah. And I couldn't see the hot ones. I wanted to stalk because everybody's wearing the green. Yeah. And uh, your brother's the only one that liked it because he's the one that knows. Oh, I, thought I liked it too. I'm sorry. He's the only one that knows I'm not kidding about the stalking part. <laughs> <laughs> That's but funny. yeah, but you you know everybody's wearing green, so like you can't. Everybody's got pasty skin, so you're like trying to, you know. Yes, because it's been winter, so they don't have any <laughs> yeah. color to them, so you can't yeah. determine yeah. who's who. No, everybody turns Irish. That's what it is. They're all every every Irish person is pasty, and they eat pasties. And then yeah, then you look at oh, you got a round face. You're Slavic. You're not Irish. <laughs> start turning into a race realist. Yeah, <laughs> it's it funny because the uh, I think the only person I could think of at work that actually. Wore a green yes actually he didn't wear green he wore it was this guy Pat um wore a blue sweater it was like a knit sweater and it's blue and it's got like little green trim not all the way across but like sections of green trim around it and around the sleeves too and it's got a little thing here that says 
Ireland in green with a little shamrock. That sounds shitty. It was, I mean, it was, but it's, it's, he's like, it's the only Irish thing I had. I'm like, oh, yeah, you Irish? He's like, no, I'm pure German. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> but his name's Patrick, you know? Mm-hmm. So Another beer culture, I mean, I guess, yeah. sort of. He's like, I just, you know, throwing out, I was, was supporting my Irish friends. I spent most of my life thinking I was Irish, but I, not at all. My dad's name, nickname's Lucky. Yeah. I just figured we we're Irish, but we're not. We're no. mostly, on that side, just wasp. Yeah. So, no yeah. Irish. We're the oppressors in, mm. in any and all circumstances. You landed on Plymouth Rock. Yeah. There's no there's no scenario where I'm the oppressed. No. We're always dishing <laughs> it out. You bashed We're, skulls upon the Plymouth Rock. Yeah. yeah. Your people went to the Crusades. Yeah. yeah. We were, I'm a crusader. Yep. I'm, a, I'm an indigenous person. Yeah. Uh, you know what do you call it? A germ warfare guy. The original colonials. <laughs> yeah. Yep, but you guys are Irish, right? Yeah, yes, See? yes. Irish and uh, Scottish, all the good ones, all the all, good yeah. drinking cultures, all the and German, all the uh, fine yeah. oppressed white people, all the yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We were. You yeah. guys may be Irish, but you're almost white. You can't. You can't. <laughs> yeah, great white hood. Hey, yeah. There were there were white people that were oppressed as well. We were part of them. That's yeah. an underrated movie, Great White Hype. I want to not apologize oh, yeah, yeah. for what we did to you guys. That's uh, John Reese Davies is is British, but he's the most racist guy in the entire movie. Yep, <laughs> that's an old movie, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's from ninety six. Like, uh, yeah, who the hell's in that? Peter Berg. That's and, it. Yeah, yeah, he's like a boxer or something. Yep. Yeah, and he they they recruit him to fight the one, the guy who's the champ because he's the only person ever beat the champ, even though it was in amateurs and it was like fifteen years ago. Right. And uh, yeah, the yeah. whole thing is just building up this fight, but they they get him like. But it was a really good movie. I remember it was a pretty good movie. It's yeah. funny, yeah, yeah. Just John Reese Davies as the trainer. He's just he's so incredibly racist. It was great. Yeah, it so was good. A, it was a hilarious character. Yeah, and the argument the argument between him and Jamie Foxx. Oh yeah, it, yeah. I couldn't think of who the guy he fought was. It was Peter Berg and Jamie Foxx, right? Yeah, yeah. It was one of the best arguments ever. Yeah, <laughs> he called him Pavarotti, and then. Well, he responded way more in kind yeah. back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he yeah. did look at Pavarotti. Yeah. Uh, Gimli, the, the dwarf. But a lot has happened, a lot of death. Yeah. I guess we could get through a couple of them. Well, yeah, since we're talking about daylight savings and Indian winter killing us. Yes. We should, yeah. yeah. Um, who died, Alan? You're the expert there, on there's, death. There's, there's a lot of deaths. Uh, oh. Robert Blake. Robert, yeah, yeah, we're going back a couple of weeks, but yeah, yeah Robert whatever. Blake. Uh, um, Robert Blake died. Yeah, uh, yeah, Beretta. He, yeah, you know, remember his murder trial? Yeah, he yeah. kind oh, of yeah. found out that guy's dude. That dude was weird. Yeah, he's just a weird guy. I don't know. He's kind of a, a well, dick. He, I don't know if he deserves a dethroned. He was. Um, no, I don't give him a, a dethroned. He, he was in what was the what David Lynch movie was he in? Lost he was, Highway. Yeah, he was weird. He was that. weird in that, but then you come to find out that he, he was, was kinda, weird. He was a weird dude in real life. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of how he was. You're, yeah. You ever see like there's a clip of him on Carson? Yeah, where he, he's talking to Orson Welles. <laughs> Orson Orson <laughs> Welles is Orson Welles is getting ready to sit down, and he says, uh, "You." He goes, "You make wimpy look skimpy." He's like, "Yes, but you're ugly. I can diet." Yeah, I can lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know who gets dethroned? Orson Welles. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Lance Reddick. No, well, oh, Orson Welles doesn't get dethroned because of uh, dying, but because he, well, because of dying, I guess. Be. <laughs> yeah. But because of the Paul Masson commercials. 
Okay. Yes. The yeah. only thing he's worth that anybody remembers he ever did was a Palm Sunday. Yeah. Versus- <laughs> Citizen what? I've never heard of like Citizen Kane. What's that? No, that, that was the Citizen Kane of outtakes. Yes, it's what that it's, fucking it, was. It literally is. Now, Al brought up Lance Reddick. <sighs> yes. That's obviously yeah. very unfortunate loss. Lance, here you go. Get it dethroned, of course. He gets the whole clip. 20 seconds. Rip Lance. Seemed like one of those guys that everybody liked, too. He used to see, that dude was yeah. in shape. He was 60 years old, and he was, like, ripped to the bone. Like, I I never saw The Wire. Uh, I've seen a few episodes of I it. I never saw John But Wick. I know from everything. You should see John Wick. John I never Wick saw John Wick yet. You should watch John Wick. I'm going to watch John Wick. Oh, uh, because part four comes out next week. I'm going to watch them all. You because... know, John Wick is one of the post-2000 movies that I saw. Yeah. Yeah, because not everybody's a, you guys know me, like, I'm a movie guy. I saw that movie. Because, like, you know, when, when I tell people I don't see movies and they go, you didn't see this. You yeah, but, like, every single person, when it comes to John Wick, they're like, they don't go, you haven't seen John They go, you need to watch John yeah. Wick. Yeah, that's that's what they all say. Nobody says, you haven't seen John Wick? No, they all say, you need to see John Especially Wick. if you're a pet lover. If They're like, want, watch every one of them. Later on, when you guys have some free time, watch Lance Reddick on Eric Andre. Oh, yeah. As LeVar Burton. <laughs> Andrew, oh, no, I didn't. I, I just your saw Your boy Andrew says, you failed in life if you haven't watched The Wire. The Wire yeah. is supposed to be, it's like it's like uh, The Sopranos or any one, one of those HBO shows. It's always considered to be one of the best shows ever made. Right, right. And uh, Never I feel one minute. I I've seen a few episodes and I feel ashamed because usually I I watch that shit. Now, um, in that Eric Andre doesn't he like he has Jordy's visor, no shirt on, and he's got a Starfleet medallion on his chest. Oh, that's a different one. There's another clip of him on there where like he acts like he's getting mad and he slams something down on his fucking oh yeah on his uh t- on his desk on Eric Andre's desk and then gets up and walks you know, off Eric Andre's good at like uh, antagonizing people and doing weird stuff and mm. he said the only time he was ever scared by a guest was Lance Reddick no oh. so okay so <laughs> because he was he just he was crazy like him so he yeah. would just do whatever it took but he's he's great in John Wick yeah his role's not huge in any in the first three films. I don't know what it is in this. No, but, uh, they didn't say like he had like a heart problem or something. He had didn't say. He's sixty years old, but I mean, who knows? Sixty's uh, old. Yeah, it's not. Uh, that's very that's young. especially since he was. In, he looked like he was in pretty good shape. Now, if well, I live to be sixty, I will be shocked. I I, I remember like the the first time I saw him was in Oz. Yeah, in Oz also. Yeah. So. He was one of those guys that carried over from one HBO show to another, from Oz to The Wire and stuff. Oh, okay, but Oz was a great show. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. And The Wire is supposed to be really great. I haven't watched a guy at work whose uh, opinion I respect. He's watched it now twice in the last year. He liked it so much he went back to start watching it. I will watch it. He was, he was like the, you know, in uh, marathon races, they have a guy that's a rabbit. He's like a ringer. He's like the best runner for like 10 miles of anybody, but he doesn't do the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. He was like that. He, they put him in there. He gets everybody yep. ready. He was, yeah. Lance Reddick, it seems like every single person liked him. Yeah, yeah, considering like, yeah, like there's like. Star Wars guys. Star, I'm sorry, track guys. Everybody yeah. liked him. Oh, and a Fringe. I forgot about Fringe. He was in Fringe. Oh, okay. Which is a good show, too. He just does anything he does is pretty good. 
DuckTales. DuckTales, yes. He, 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 he's from Mars and DuckTales, the reboot of DuckTales, uh, which was brilliant in, its, in itself. But And it's a TV show, DuckTales? Yeah, Duck, it was like the old cartoon from the 80s. Cart, yeah. DuckTales, Scrooge McDuck, but it was the, they rebooted it a couple of years ago, and it was fucking awesome. Oh. They had a special cool. episode. Well, Lance Reddick played uh, the general of Mars. He's oh, kind of nice. the leader of the Martian people. They live inside the planet. In the, mm. anyways, that that show was brilliant. There was one episode where he was in it, but also Donald. You couldn't understand what Donald was saying, but then all of a sudden something happened. and He got brave, and he starts talking like all like deep voice and stuff. He's like, "I'm Donald Duck. Let's go!" And it was Don Cheadle playing Donald. Nice. Duck. They had a lot of stuff like that. Lance Reddick was part of that. It was good stuff. I miss him. Yeah, rest in peace, man. Rest it was, peace, he, he, I've seen him in a few things. He was always a good actor. It seemed like a lot of people really loved the, the yep. guy a lot. Um, Commissioner Gordon died, or Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon, not Sorry. Commissioner Jim Gordon. Well, I mean, it's Commissioner Gordon's name, Jim. Yeah, but it's not the commissioner. Okay. He was just a drummer. Not just a drummer. He wasn't just a, Actually, he was a really good drummer, and he was actually a really good songwriter and lyricist. And, if you've uh, ever heard of the, a lot of people. the studio musicians the studio session guys the wrecking crew he was one of them and yep. they're they're the best yep studio musicians ever it's true it's true and there's uh, a whole documentary about and he them. was a yeah he is he was very mentally ill oh yeah uh, that's without yeah. doubt as any and, good uh, music musician should be the, uh, genius yeah the you know? band uh method of destruction mod with billy milano and uh, mm-hmm. uh they wrote a song about him yeah and uh it was a true story because uh jim gordon uh he he Heard voices, mm-hmm. heard voices from the time he was a child. Yeah, but he didn't do anything. He didn't act yeah. on it. Uh, n- n- no, not until he, he made uh, a band with him yeah, in his head. He, he uh, no, he had a few women, and oh, then, well, I mean, well, I but mean, they might have uh, been provocative. It's true, but, but he didn't do anything uh, besides that. Though. But but then he uh, he he uh, Jim Gordon. Do was you really have to explain yourself for that? There's there's a there's a lyric in the song. Uh, Jim Gordon was a man. He took his mother's life. He. Uh, Use the hammer first, so she wouldn't feel the knife. That was true. Oh, uh, oh well, I mean, yeah, he did that. And but was she being provocative? She yeah. may have been, uh, but he, you know, they they thought that it was best that he go into a psychiatric ward well, yeah. for life after that. You know, I get that. So he died in a psychiatric ward. Oh, uh, well, he of, was still there. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, wasn't sure. Yeah, he was he was still in some kind of hospital because he killed his mom like what thirty seven, thirty eight years oh, ago. God, something like that. Uh, eighty. Three? Oh, it was 40 years 40 ago. Years ago? Yeah. A lot of the I great think. ones did. I'm pretty sure it was 83 because MOD, when they came out with USA for MOD, that was on that. Okay. That was 87. Kemper killed his mom. Well, yeah, he yeah. did. That's true. So, like I said, a lot of the greats. But again, it's, it's yeah. a starting point. What did she do to right. cause that? Right. Well, like, we know for sure that Kemper's mom was a fucking mean, evil bitch because she always was to him. Did, she she did kind of made him. Jim Gordon must have had a, a, an Ed Kemper type mother, though. I, you know, I, they never said anything. All I know is that when he, there was a quote, a quote from him when they asked him about it, he's like, I, I, I didn't want to kill my mother. I never wanted to kill my mother. I loved her deeply. He's like, but uh, the the voices in my head just mm-hmm. like he was like, I, I guess he like, wrote Layla, though. Yeah, he did write Layla. So even though Eric Clapton tried to deny that him and Rita, Rita Coolidge were probably the two main people who wrote Layla. Well, yeah, yeah Clapton's yeah. not the best because he he was so high back then. Yeah, right. probably didn't remember anything. Yeah, he finally admitted. Like I think it was like 1992 or something like that <laughs> when he finally was like, yeah, you know, like 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. so after they they, they had a hand in it or something like they, that. They they kind of sort of helped with yeah. Layla. Yep. So Jim Gordon wrote Layla. 
he he did yeah, he, he didn't write that lame ass fucking version. From he the did 90s. Like, he, he was on like one. he he jammed with Alice Cooper. Yep. He uh, obviously uh, uh, Clapton, Derek, and Domino's. Um, I think he did something with Roger Waters. There's a whole fucking bunch of people. I, I they, they listed all his stuff, but yeah. really, if we look at it, he did all this stuff, and he was only really doing it full time for 17 years, which sounds like a long time. But if you look at the amount of stuff he was on in that 17 year right. period, right? It's like, how do you have enough time to do all this? Yeah, because like you know, but that's what the Wrecking Crew did, man. Like he they started checking shit. him. He started checking checking Rex into like. Um, <laughs> I think it was like 79 when he started checking himself into hospitals yeah. regularly. They said basically from 63 to 80 was really the only time when was was his career. Yeah, cuz then like he was uh you know, I, I don't even remember the story of like exactly the story of it all, but I just I know that yeah, it was like after 1980 he was in and out of a mm-hmm. few hospitals and they dismissed a lot of things of yeah. course, you know. Didn't but know. um obviously cuz he killed, yeah. killed his mom, so they yeah. apparently yeah. got something wrong. There it is. That's what he did. He opened the portal of hell. Yep. So, you know. And then. Uh, but his mom uh, had a good life. She lived, you know, a long time. Yeah. And other. There's other deaths, too. Uh, Was there? Well, uh, the Fiddler fell off the roof. Yeah. Topol. Topol. That's funny. It's like the next day. This is a long story short. But the next day after that happened, I think it was like last Sunday or something, or maybe it was a couple of days before that. But, um. I had to pick up Elizabeth from school, and she's like, can you get my friend Ryan home? I'm like, yeah. And it was a boy, but she's like, yeah, he just he takes the bus, and they do this after-school thing. And I'm like, all right, we'll take him home. He lives way the fuck on the other side of town. Of course, as far as you can go in our town and still be in our town, basically. Okay. Okay. Like, all right, go, drive him home. And we're driving home. I'm like, what's his name? She told me his name and his last name, and his last, his last name was that, Topol. Oh, no kidding. I'm like, he just died. And she's like, what? I'm like, Topol. <laughs> that. Is also the smoker's tooth polish. What? Back in the eighties, Topol, the smoker's tooth polish. Tooth That's, polish? Yeah, it was tooth. It was toothpaste for smokers. Would it get rid of your yellow? Yeah, back in the like late seventies, early eighties, there was a commercial. It was like Topol. I didn't just the, dock some teenagers. The smoker's that I... tooth polish. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. About That's it. what they used to call toothpaste. Tooth polish. Really? Yes. Yeah. We, we haven't even. That was before a, our time, though. Guys, we don't have to worry about doxing. There anyone. was certain... I haven't even got a death threat yet. No? So no one else is going to Okay, good. So, yeah, so he died, and then... Uh, oh, what's up? Oi. Yeah. What's up, mate? Yeah, oi. So, Hi. So the fiddler fell off the roof. Yes. Uh, and then uh, the one that I did not... Here's the weird thing. Geo Miles B. The weird thing is that I was... What's up, dude? Somehow or another, I was listening to a bunch, of, like Thursday, at work... I was listening to like a bunch of like, cause I was talking to this new guy, this younger guy at work and we were just talking about music. Uh, he's a black kid, you know, and we yeah. were talking about like his dad's like my age, you know, and talking about funk music and stuff. So I was playing like all this different funk music and then I was playing Bobby Caldwell cause I had like all these, yeah, you know, I got like this whole funk list, you uh, know. Did you kill Bobby Caldwell or playing his music? No, <laughs> no, he was already dead. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was already dead. Okay. So. Yeah, it was the 16th. He died on the 14th. Oh, I got you. So, but I was playing it, and then, like, like later on that night, you know, that song was in there anyway, and I'm like, oh, man, I ain't heard that in a while. I'm like, you know, just admiring how cool of a song it is. And then, like, later on that night, I'm, walk, I'm going through Instagram, 
and it showed this clip of him coming on to the Soul Train. He's older. It was just a few years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Coming on, like, uh, the Soul Train, like, like awards saying, or something. Coming on to the Soul Train. And he was singing with some <laughs> other people, and, and everybody's, like, dancing and stuff. And he sounded really good, you know. But he was definitely, it, it was definitely in the last five or six years, you know, for okay. sure. And then uh, I'm like, oh, wow, that's crazy, man. And then I didn't know until yesterday. They died. Yeah, like, last night. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, see, you you must have. Nah, known. he was already dead like two days. Yeah, but still. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, some connection. You're, you're behind on the death. But um, I didn't know. But yeah, he like, yeah, he was a really cool dude. Yeah. And uh, I don't know a lot, like a lot of his songs, because a lot of them were very uh, not good to me. No. You know, like they're just no, weren't my style. Fun, the funk stuff was okay, yeah. but he did a lot of jazz. I'm like, Damn. some of the some of the jazz was actually not bad compared to it yeah. was, but it was some of the poppy music that he did like the eight, it was 80s pop you know that like oh yeah i've always contended that jazz is something everyone pretends to like like you too yeah like oh i love jazz cuz it sounds like the right thing to say it just you know like, like you're you're kind of like in a roundabout i'm cool with black people man cool. yeah. <laughs> that's well, like, what you're saying yeah it just depends cuz <laughs> like i like me i I, I think like, even black people are like I don't really like jazz. It's just technical music. I mean, I like I like certain like songs by jazz musicians, but I'm I wouldn't say that I'm a, uh, I I will like say early early deep cuts definitely. I will say their te- no. their technical ability and improv's really oh skill- yeah it's skillful. Like I mean like but what do we think about jam bands? Yeah, they're not good. They're the they're the jazz version of jam j- freeform jazz especially is like jam jam bands is white jazz. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's true. But like, and then have a giant, you know, concert wow. too. I like Dave Brubeck. I always did. Yeah, but, since but, I was a kid. But his his stuff was. I always really... like Coltrane too when I was a kid. Yeah, or so, Herb Alpert. Well, like because our our grandfather, like our, our all three, three of, us. of us. Yeah, our grandfather liked. Uh, well, he liked big band and he likes he liked jazz, but he I, he would play certain stuff like three piece, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Like uh, Nat King Cole Trio. Yeah. Yes, he liked them. And so I knew that stuff, like, real little. You know, I remember it. But he, but he didn't like Dave Brubeck because there's four of them. I don't know. Oh. He's too he, many people. I remember him. Just no, trios. no, I remember him playing. You said I trios, remember, and I thought he's a quartet, yeah. so. No. <laughs> well, like, there was. I, I, I drawn a line there. Because there was, there was Nat, Nat King Cole hat was at one point. Once he was getting big, he was just Nat King Cole. Yeah, but originally he was it was the Nat King Cole trio in the forties. Yeah, I knew um, that actually. And but uh, yeah, like but he liked uh, Gramps liked the jazz music and he liked big band music too. Well, that makes sense. That's like because like you know he tar- turned me on to like like Dorsey Brothers and uh, Glenn Miller, and that was why I remembered a lot of that stuff. And I didn't hear it for years. And then when I got older, I'm like, I remember this stuff. I loved this when I was a kid. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, that I don't makes know. one of us. I don't know that. Yeah, but it just depends on what it is. I'm not like. Yeah, I, I, I like. I guess it's good background music for gambling and stuff. Yeah, You're at, getting your teeth drilled. <laughs> get your teeth drilled. Yeah. <laughs> it just depends on what it is. I don't. No. There's a lot of it I don't like. No, and I don't like. I don't like keyboard jazz. 
at all. Like I like, any of that I like legit jazz like Kenny G. I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't like any of that. Say that around a jazz person. The real stuff. I never know. No, no. Or when they have they have progressive fusion jazz where there's no repeats. Yeah. So it's like one continuous thing. There's no fucking verse. That sounds horrible. And then it just keeps going on yeah. forever. Yeah. It's like, play a fucking song. This is just a bunch of notes. <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's true. Yeah. Progressive. That's why I, I, I hate progressive music. I hate it. That shit can fuck It's always like. I want you to have an end, a verse, a chorus, a bridge. Do that. So you don't like Saga and all their. Well, no, because they they weren't really they were progressive. Oh, there's some really bad stuff. Like you can go down the rabbit hole with that band. There's a lot of really bad crappy crappy shit that yeah. they did too. Well, we we played it before. Behold the octopus. Yeah, that band of yeah. the fucking oh cuck, god, yeah, the cuck band. Yeah, <laughs> remember we were making yeah. fun of. <laughs> yeah, I, I I that that's probably the hardest. I've listened back to it like for a while. And that's the hardest we've ever gone in on somebody. We made fun of them for like 20 minutes. And I thought about posting and I'm like they're because they got rabid fans. I'm like I can't post it. Yeah. No. Cuz we'll yeah, just they get, do. They'll, they'll just fucking come at us. But their song like we may one day have to play that and like do another rant about them who, again. Who really cares if they come after us? Their fans going to Roll their die and yeah. cast a magic yeah, spell on right. us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> the song, look it up, it's called Alcoholocaust. Yeah. And it might be Behold the, the Octopus, and they're considered math core. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just progressive. It's a progressive yeah. metal. And it's Al- What was it? Alcoholocaust? <laughs> Alcoholocaust. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and the album is <laughs> Nanonucleonic Cyborg <laughs> Summoning. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Every time I hear it. Uh, 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 who else? There was one more person we talked about that died. You could go into that mm. band, James Dean. You come out a virgin and yeah. sell. You, you get ruined. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you could be you the lose. biggest man whore when you come out. You have lost all of it. You don't you lose your Hyman virginity. Restores. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's Hyman restoration. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, Lewis Largent. Yeah, well, he wasn't the original. Minutes. He, but he wasn't the original host, right? He was just one of the hosts. No, he was the creator of 120 Minutes. But okay, so he wasn't. The- he was hired. He was a DJ who was hired by MTV as like a VP of programming. Yeah, because he he was the music director at K Rock. Yes, and then he was hired by MTV as a yeah, like so, like Dave. Is it Dave Anderson? Sure, the name. That's the guy who like that was the main host that I remembered. But I remembered Louis Largent, too. So he was the first and the creator, and then when he left to continue his reign over MTV, the other guy took over, right? You know, I, I, I don't... Yeah, I, I think so, because I, I just... I know, like, uh, when I told Neil, I go, yeah, Louis Largent died, and the next text was, Dave Anderson was better. Probably. <laughs> not, not. oh, sorry to hear that. It was, Dave Anderson <laughs> yeah. was better. Yeah, and like... I was like, dude, he's only like 58 years old. He's like, yeah, but Dave Anderson was better. He was like, that dude was all right. I go, yeah, but he created it. So there would have been no Dave Anderson. Yeah, doing it. without think, Lewis Largen, there's no Dave Anderson. Yeah, right, basically. Yeah, but... Because, yeah, he was there to come up with new ideas for creating different programming. Yeah. And they knew that this... Basically, like that was like 1989 was initially when he was hired, I believe. Something like that, yeah. So I don't remember. Anyway, like when he, yeah, he like he helped like get the the 
genre of alternative, mm-hmm. like because there was there wasn't a lot of it being played, not at all. No, I mean like like on MTV. No, no, you had like you had uh, what they were considering like alternative was the Cure. Yeah, and they had like like Love Song was on there, mm-hmm. and then like Love and Rockets, which was basically so the ba- yeah, it was basically the Bauhaus minus Peter Murphy. Yeah, that's what Love and Rockets so, was. Who do you guys consider the first alternative band? Pixies, maybe. Um, that's actually not a bad one. It's not a bad one. Oh, uh, I don't know. That's one of those questions. Yeah, because like, all right, because like the specials were kind of considered. They called them punk, but the specials really weren't. They were like really like kind of alternative, yeah. You know, and a lot of those bands that that they called eventually called alternative, they were punk bands in the seventies that started off. Even the Cure, they yeah, they were, and they true, called them post punk, post punk, yeah. And I'm like, well, no, this just sounds this is just alternative or new wave, you know? Yeah, so I don't know. There's like, too much synth. It was new wave. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, didn't realize yeah. how much synth was in in new wave until I saw. I went on a kick of watching old. Uh, like VH1, what's it called? V- when they get the bands back together, band oh. reunion. Oh, oh yeah, you know the little show I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was always these new wave bands. It was like Berlin. Yeah. Um, you know, take my breath away. Wasn't it ABC or one of them? Yeah. Uh, that was just, it was, ABC. It's it pretty much all new wave bands. Yes. Yeah. Uh, except for uh, like Vixen was the only like rock chick. Yeah, wasn't it like re? Anyway, anyway so like I, I, I saw I the Berlin that. one in particular, and there was like two or three keyboard guys. Yeah, right, right. The one singer guy, the tall guy that was her first love interest, mm-hmm. and he was the one that didn't want to go back because he's like, I'm old. I can't do What are you talking about? I got a kid, and I'm old. But yeah. uh, anyway, there was like two or three different keyboards up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Well, that's why like that always pissed me off that people would consider the cure a new wave. They weren't. They had a keyboard player, but I mean like. They had two guitar players. Like Robert Smith, like played. Like if you ever look at like, some, he has a very signature guitar-y sound. Yes, and their sound can. I, there was times that they had some of their guitar could probably be kind of just because of the, whatever amp they were playing through or effects they were playing through. I could get where somebody would think that was a keyboard sound, but you know, there's like certain songs that like he's I, actually soloing, and it sounded like you know keyboard I, kind of. He has a very. Uh, Again, I'm I'm not a huge. I always say this. I'm not a huge fan, but I know enough of it. Right. And his guitar is uniquely him. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. You know, you can. It's very yeah. uniquely him. Yeah. Because like uh, on. Uh, uh, oh my god. Disintegration. Bail him um, out, Brian. I don't know what to say. I'm drunk. Yeah, there's a song on disintegration that I think it's called the forest. <coughs> yeah. And like. There's keyboards going on in it, but there's mm. as, there's a part where it because it's kind of playing along with the keyboard, it it could seem like two keyboards going, but it's him it's just kind of him just going yeah. Well, the other thing that people forget a lot about when they talk about Robert Smith too is he defeated Mecca Streisand. Yes, <laughs> yes, and another another thing too and he played is they, running back for the Minnesota were, Vikings. That's right. Yes, and they always talk about like they always talk about like oh I'm Robert Smith, I'm so depressed. Most of his songs were like fucking poppy love songs. Yeah, like he, like he met when he met his wife. He's been with his wife like forty something years yeah. now. But like, he's like, yeah, he's you know, he 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 wrote love songs. Like they they were like people would always go, oh Robert Robert Smith so depressed. I'm like, what are you talking about? You ever listen to Friday? I'm in love. I yeah. mean, you know, 
fucking love song. That was for his wife. Yeah, you know. Yep. I mean, it was. Yeah, he. he it's, I, it's always considered almost semi goth or something, but I, yeah, I, yeah, I he always, was definitely like, yeah, it was, but it was not really that. No, no, this is. I've always thought this that he looked like he, he looked like he could be Tiny Tim's kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had some decent dance Tim moves too. too. Yeah, you could dance for a white yeah. man. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Uh, also, I would like to uh, Rochambeau back to the Berlin thing. <laughs> that chick uh, from Berlin, it's hot. Fucking still hot yeah. now. Smoking Terry gorgeous. Nunn is Talk hot about yeah, taking right now. Uh, smoking, yeah, she, dude, smoking gorgeous. Smoking so it's gorgeous. Like, she, like people always go on about how uh, I would rail handsome, her on the metro, <laughs> dude. The metro is such Tom, a great underrated song. How man. handsome Tom Cruise is for his age. Yeah, that song was in that, and she's also aged well, like him. Yes, mm-hmm. they should have bred. Yeah. That's take my point. take my breath away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good song. Whatever. But um, <laughs> the metro. I'll take your breath away by railing you on the, the metro. metro is you such, the metro is a jam. Like the music, oh, the metro. Like, the music is just so fucking cool in that song. Brian's it's, stealing it's all my tune. jokes. Sorry, <laughs> looks like Buzz Osborne now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's he's definitely like Buzz Osborne-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, that she's she's gorgeous. She's good looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still hot. Because I saw the the reunion show itself is from twenty years ago. I'm like, yeah. Well, I bet yeah. was it like reuniting looked, the band? She was probably Something like that. She was probably about my age during the reunite show, she, roughly. The, the, the guy was like an Indian She's good guy. Looking or now. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what the show you're talking about. I cannot remember what it's called. Uh, I want to say it was reuniting the band. And I, I watched the whole thing. I watched like fucking ten episodes of it. Yeah, and I can't remember. Yeah, he was he was definitely Indian, indie from India. Yeah, not yeah. native, not native. Um, one, but it's not one of the shows they show now on Bands, Paramount Plus. It's Bands Reunited. Bands real, re- oh, yeah. Okay, God. As soon as I put Reunited, <laughs> it's so complicated. Bands yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was called like it was. Yeah, a big Amar Halim. Yeah, yeah. Amar. Amar. But anyways, he, he would he would show up, get the people. Come on, yeah. You know. He'd be like, come on. I know. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we, did we just both do like Bill Clinton? Sound like, yeah. come on, do the band it's again. Let me pull a load on your blue dress. Come on, turn on. You gotta do that show. You gotta do that band again. Stick my cigar in your pussy. I used to. I used to jerk off to you on the metro. We looking for some niggas who be sucking pussy lips. We're so topical. We're talking about the president from twenty three years ago. Yeah. Well, that's. Well, it seems like this show, we don't have a, a, a format or a theme. No. Probably why we'll never do anything. No. no. We'll never make anything of ourselves. Wait. But uh, if there's one thing we do, do we go back to the past. Yeah. It's usually around late 90s, early 2000s. Nostalgia, yeah. you mean. Yeah. It's typically it's where nostalgia. we're... nostalgia. So that's, where, that's where we quit living. Uh, but that's actually... That's what do you mean we're not going to do anything? 9-11 ended our life. We surpassed 300 subs. That's true. In uh, four, four. Four years. So when you look it up... Yeah, there's like criticism about the show, oh. the artificial and invasive nature of the reality show, and the contractual arrangements behind it may have been criticized. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Yeah. This is a great show. I don't care if they suffer. Oh, because they cause, all right. So one of the guys from one, from Information Society detailed his own negative experiences with the program. Well, they 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 did. No, the, they did do a. Uh, I did watch a brief episode that they put out of the bands that re- just didn't do it because they couldn't get people. Yeah, obviously Morrissey didn't. Morrissey's a very difficult guy. The I know Extreme didn't either. Yeah, like, yeah, Extreme. They they there's certain people that didn't want to do it, but like most people did. Yeah. So I remember the one the drummer from uh, Vixen. 
They came to her backyard, and she was just sitting there with her family. She, they didn't even get 50 feet from her. She recognized her. She goes, yes, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do well, it. Uh, <laughs> like, yes, the, I'll do the drummer it. from Vixen's he, from here. Oh, is she? Yeah, her and her brother. Uh, what's what's her fucking name? It's an uh, Italian girl. Yeah. I fuck forgot it. her last name. Yeah, but she, she was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> she just like right away. I mean, yeah. how much does it pay? Yeah. Well, because she was just a, like a really nice person. But it's it's what, what's fu- I can't what, Roxy think Petrucci, Roxy, yeah. yeah, or Petrucci. What's funny is when they tr- when they have yeah, to Rochester, talk, they haven't seen each other in twenty years, and then the one that like they all unanimously kicked someone out, and they bring them back. Watch, kick me out. It was always that brief like moment <laughs> of tension. <laughs> well, at the time we just thought it's one thing if it was like drugs and craziness, but a lot of times they were just kicking people out because they thought they could do better with musicianship, and that's like way worse. Because if someone's on drugs, you know, like usually an ad will be like, yeah, look, I get it. I fucked my life yeah, up. Yeah. But when it's somebody that was like totally normal, like, you kicked me out because you thought I sucked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I mean, like Gun- Guns N' Roses, they kicked Steven Adler out because he was just like, he was getting to the point where he couldn't fucking draw him when he would do shows, you yeah. know? Yeah. Man, uh, like Steve Perry started kicking everyone out of his band. Yeah. Then he, and, and he's like, I never really felt part of the band. And Neil Sean's like, how do you not feel a part of something you're completely controlling? Right. Like, what are you talking about? Um, I, I don't know. It'd Sorry. be like me. Like, I don't feel a part of Radio Underground. You guys are at my house. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. This is like, your TV and your, your Mac. Yeah, yeah, like, but it's, yeah. Um, I never really felt like I was a part of it, guys. Because, I know I've said this before, but every time I hear someone say Neil Sean, I think of... Um, Best Week Ever, or maybe it was Pop-Up Video or one of them, but they had Donald Logue, the guy who was like yeah. Jimmy the Cab Driver. And yeah. yeah, He was like, more like Neil Schlong. <laughs> Neil Schlong. <laughs> Every time I hear Neil Sean's name, I think of him saying that. <laughs> more like Neil Schlong. And they, he, showed, they, they showed a picture of him with a stuffed jean, really tight jeans. <laughs> yeah. 80s they, jeans. They got a whole bunch of bands to get back together on that show. Oh, it was yeah. great. Climax, Romeo Void. Yeah, um, Berlin, the ABC, the Beat. I knew the ABC the was on there. I knew it. The Beat, Flock of only Seagulls. Two guys, only two guys from uh, ABC got yeah, together. Yeah, you Drama Rama. Oh, yeah. Oh. I remember them. Oh, Kaja Gugu. Extreme did not do it though. I know that. Did they get Kaja Gugu back together with Lamal? Yeah, uh, yeah, they did. They were too shy, shy. <laughs> I can't. Right. I can't. It kind of bums me out. I didn't see the Information Society one. Did that not go through? Uh, I, did, I never saw that one. Uh, yeah, it, said, it says they did. Uh, all members, thinking? all members, but Kurt Harlan, who was the one who bitched about the negative. Uh, yeah. What a douche! Yeah. So he's probably the guy that fucked the band up too. Yeah, he's the we're, Steve. Perry. Okay, no, no, Kurt, no, no performance. So he said all the members, but him reunited, but no performance. The band eventually reformed, but they didn't do a performance at that point. Oh, Kajagugu, all members reunited. Band regrouped in 2008. Good for them. Well, all right. So when Kajagugu came out, okay, yeah, I remember the song "Too Shy." You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had Who the video. It? They had the video. They hadn't. They didn't even have the album out yet. It was just a single. Yeah. By the time their album was released, yep, Lamal was gone. He's gone. And they, and he was on every fucking teen magazine as a solo artist. Yep, and an actor. And like I mean, they just like totally ran with it uh, with that dude. Didn't he do the Never Ending Story song? I believe so. I think that was Lamal, right? I believe so. But you know, you'd have to ask somebody who gave a fuck. Yeah, flies. <laughs> what do you mean? That's the best movie. It, it was. Yeah, he did a Never Ending Story. 
So he's already out of the, yeah. By the time the album came out, he wasn't even the, in the band anymore. No. No. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely, uh, they didn't did do much you, without the mall. Did you, did you know that his name is Christopher Hamill and Hamill is an anagram. Yeah, he just read an anagram, yeah. Lamal is an anagram of, of Hamill. Of Hamill, yeah. Yes. He I was didn't. he was uh Dorothy Hamill's you know what? brother. I, no, he <laughs> Yeah. Her her Australian brother. Yeah. <laughs> Relative. They're cousins. Yeah, yeah. They're Actually cousins. he's English, but I thought they were from Australia. Well maybe he's British. You know they're all those they saw all yeah, the prisoners. They're all the same. I, I think it was the motels was the one that was the most interesting to the me. motels, yeah. Yeah. And, I remember uh, them only the lonely. And uh, there was a. It, the funny thing was that they they all had different reasons for leaving. They weren't drugs or anything. The one guy, I guess, when they were like on the ascend, the drummer, he just left. Yeah, just like I'm out of here, and no one knew why. And they f- managed to find him. He gave up on everything, and uh, they're like, "What happened?" Because they f- he was the, they didn't even know they're going to be able to do the show because they couldn't find him. When they finally found him, he was in the limo, and on the limo on the way there, he goes, they go, what happened? He goes, he goes, I just left and became a born-again Christian. It's just all that happened. Like, I wasn't mad at anybody, mm. and uh, it, it's literally all that happened to him. He didn't, he just like, I can't do this. I, I got to need a different life, because he was, like, worried or panicked or whatever, and yeah. just wasn't for him. Hmm. But he learned, he, he played the songs flawlessly after, he don't even drum anymore, and really? he was like, he like, Got up there and did the songs. Muscle yeah. memory. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, uh, my mom liked the motels. Martha Davis, that was mm-hmm. the, fem- the singer. Oh, yeah. yeah she got funny. pregnant at, like, 15 Oof. and uh, had a kid and uh, thought about, like, well, I'm going to have to just, I can't be a rock, because she had, like, a lot of writing talent and everything. Mm-hmm. But she ended up doing the rock star thing with, you know, with kids. As yeah. a, the really really young and it worked out. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But well, yeah, because it says that all members reunited, the band with no returning members, other than Martha Davis, released yeah. three studio albums afterward, like in two thousand eight, oh. two thousand eleven. So they all did the reunion, but as she, far it's, as the... it's yeah, but now oh, he stuck. He stuck around the Born Again yeah. guy. Okay, well, that's good. Well, that was that was just they all re- reunited for that, but. Now, no, they didn't stick around. Afterward, after, okay. there was yeah. Afterward, none of the returning, all, all, only the singer, only the chick, hmm. yeah, but, uh, stuck it out afterward. Now, I remember Berlin though. He uh, the the guy that pretty much wrote everything that was like the love interest of uh, Terry Nunn. Yeah, he's he said I haven't done this in so long because I don't know, and he was reluctant. And he's like, he's. He's like, I can't remember the guy's name, but there was a, a keyboard player that he really respected. He hadn't talked to in years, and he's a pilot now. He goes, if he says we can do it, I'll do it. And they went and talked to him, like, please say you can do it, so he'll do it. He's like, yeah, we can do it. And, and then they, he got the word out. Yeah, and he went and finally did it. Yeah. But he just it, trusted the guys because he was, like, the best musician in the band, this pilot guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, if he says we can do it, I'll do it. Because, yeah, they said that they all, they all did it, and – including the drummer, original drummer, and then they performed, but then the band, with no returning members except for Terry Nunn, yeah. released more studio albums and still tour. See. And then she again reunited with a couple original bandmates in 2019 and then released another studio album. Okay. All right. All right. That's all all right. Well, you know, it doesn't matter because you're still hot, Terry Nunn. <laughs> she is. She's, she's good looking. Um, I would definitely like to... Uh, Give you the bone. Have your breath taken away? 
Do you like to bone? Throat fuck. I will bone. <laughs> I will throat fuck you. Yeah. Take away your I will so bone I, you. I guess we're on so the So they news. weren't from Berlin, though. No, yeah. they're from California. Yeah. Now, Damn I have it. A, now, uh, on the uh, music, because we're sticking with music, so sure. it's a semi thing. Uh, my on my notes, I totally did a typo because no one knows who Mick Mara is. I assumed, uh, no. I assumed I meant Mick Mars, but I do maybe know. I did yeah. meant Mick Mara is a different person. Oh, and, I thought you were talking about someone else. <laughs> but his uh, buddy Carmen Apathy said Motley Crue is essentially doing Milli Vanilli right now. Yes, and Mick just is sick of it. He can't take it. Uh, he he because they want they have him play live because his like you know guitar is like part of the live experience with his. Yeah. He makes a really good guitar player. Yeah. But he's pissed off that the other guys are slacking. Well, we know Vince can't sing. Yeah. But I thought, like, Tommy and Nicky and the others were, you know, a little bit on point. I'm going to maybe assume that Tommy's playing his parts. But I know Mick, uh, uh, but I know that Nicky does a lot of spin moves and shit. Yeah, he's not playing. And I, I heard, uh, honestly, Kip though, Winger did a lot of that, too. Honestly, he didn't really he play was bass. never really. Much Kip, of a, Kip Winger did a lot of yeah movements, but well in the videos he always did. I didn't. I never saw him live, but yeah, I'm assuming. Well, I, so my old guitar player Jeff uh, was, a, was very opinionated. Said he saw sing, he saw he went to Winger because his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and he said he stood a bunch of spin, he didn't play a note. He's doing spins the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, but um, I don't know. Do you guys think Motley Crue is capable of a Millie Vanilli situation? Yes. Absolutely, I know Vince. Yeah. Absolutely, and I. I I, I I don't see any reason why Mick Myers would lie about it because he's the only guy I like in the band. They they he was still supposed to be in the band. He said that the last tour when they got back together when they ripped up the contract mm. that basically said they were remember when they retired yeah and then they said they were ripping up the they were making a contract all four of them were agreeing there would be no more Motley Crue yeah they all had to agree to come back yeah. And that's what they did. Yep. And they did that tour together with Def Leppard and all these bands. Now they're doing it again. Yep. He said that they were not fucking playing. He yep. said they were they were all mailing it in. And he's like, they're all like flying to each location and stuff. And he's like, and he and he said some of that he understood, like them flying to each location and oh, not yeah, being on. Yeah. He took the tour bus the whole time. Mick? Yeah. Yeah. But like he said, I don't have family. You know, I don't have kids and all this stuff. And. So I get it, you know, in some ways he's like, but yeah, but like, I want to play. I'm not going, he just didn't want to do it anymore. And they basically are like, oh yeah, he just retired. And he's like, well, no, I retired because you guys are fucking mailing it in. Yeah. He wanted to actually still. Yeah. He's like really, really good friends with Carmine. Is it a piece or apathy? Well, uh, it depends on who you ask. Yeah. Because some people will say apathy and some will say a piece. I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. Because I don't know that Carmine or his brother Vinny have ever told anybody. No. It's something Italian. So the Italian people are going to have to relay it back to us. Cause what, how does, how well, do you say somebody, it? Somebody once told me that one of the brothers said that it was a peachy. A yes, peachy? I've heard okay. that too. A peachy. But I don't know. Oh. Uh, I mean, You said Carmine, right? Some high-carb yeah. last name. Yeah, there's name. Carmine and Vinny. Carmine's the older brother. He was originally was in Vanilla Fudge. Because I heard someone's. I've heard apathy. I've heard a peachy, a and I've heard a a piece. Yeah. I don't know. So hold on. I'm, this is the, 
Is he going to actually say the name? Oh, this? Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, could you sign my um, $50 bill? <laughs> this is like a joke, right, I think, think, isn't it? It is. I thought it was real. No, I think it's a joke. I think I looked at that before. This guy walked up. He's like, hey, Mr. It covers his mouth when he says it. I'm pretty sure that, like, because that was, like, the thing they were, like, they didn't. I thought that was it. Like, this is going to tell us. No, I think that the two brothers kind of went along with it and were like, no. And then one day, one of them said, and I only heard this from one person, but they said, yeah, they finally said it was Obichi. They said it to somebody, but I'm like, I don't know. Dude. That makes I sense. I, I, I will bet you when they came over, it was a peachy. And yeah. then all of a sudden, it's just kind of, yeah, it's kind of a uh, soft. I mean, they've both been around forever. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, Carmine's the older brother. Carmine was in Vanilla Fudge. Then he was yeah. with Ozzy, and he was with, you know, he's he's been with a ton of people. King oh, yeah. Cobra. Yep. That was his band for, like, I think that he you know, helped form. I, I, I watched a, a channel called, YouTube channel called Drumeo. Yeah. And on Drumeo, there's a guy that does the interview. He interviews various drummers throughout. Really? Famous drummers. Yeah. It's and Drumeo. It's, and it's, a... and the, the funny thing about the guy that does the interviewing, Brian, he looks just like your son if your son was like a 140-pound like kid. Yeah. He has the glass. It looks just <laughs> really? like your son to me. Wow. Not a, I wouldn't say exactly. He just has that general because of the glasses and the haircut and everything. Uh, I'll just check that out. Check it out. Drumeo. And he's interviewing Tommy uh, Aldridge. Oh, uh, yeah. And something I didn't I think I might have said it years ago, but I had no idea that I, for some reason I just assumed because he's old looking. He's always been old looking. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Tommy's British. No. No, he's from fucking Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I've seen this. Well, he he's, he's, like, he's, like, he's, he's got a. Not only is he American, he's Southern. Yeah, he's like real American. Like, he's like completely opposite of British. And you would think because like he played in all these bands with British guys, so yeah. you would think, yeah. oh yeah, he's British. Nope, no. That's but true. the thing no, is, he's Tom- a Billy man, like straight up. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a straight up Neckley. Yeah, yeah. And he, I, I watched the interview with him, sweetheart of a guy, but he he uh like I this was like I knew found out about this like five years ago, but he, he had like well he's got a southern accent. What the hell's going on? Maybe from and I, Southern England, and because yeah, British people look like they're thirty, like they're forty-seven forever. It's true. And then when they turn seventy, they still kind of look forty-seven. Yeah, but they look just forty-seven also hair. at nineteen. So it's like you know, <laughs> they just look kind of old-ish forever. That's funny. And Tommy still kind of has that f- the white man Jew fro. <laughs> you know? Right, right. And uh, but he, yeah, he's a Southerner totally. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's like, well, I, I like to play. He, he he hides it a little bit now, but when he was young, it was thick. Well, um, if we're still going on with the music, and we we're just talking about Motley Crue, their current tour mates, Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, had a recent oh yeah. one one arm Rick got attacked. Yeah. Okay. Here's how. Here's what happened. This crazy dude from the armpit of America, Ohio, right? Nineteen year old kid was outside. Rick was outside the hotel smoking a fag. You know, that's what British people do. And uh, mm-hmm. this guy attacked him. That's what they he call cigarettes in England. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. What you guys? What? Perfectly normal. Yeah. Um, knocked him down and assaulted him. Was this at a club? This is outside a hotel. Wow. Like, he's just out there. What the there. fuck was Rick Allen doing? On, was he touring here? Yeah, they're, they're touring. They're, okay, play, okay. they're playing the Hard Rock Casino in okay, Seminole, Florida, uh, which kind of surprised me, too, that Motley Crue and Def Leppard aren't playing a stadium. They're playing their casino. 
But whatever, it's cool because they just played a whole stadium tour. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they attacked him. This guy, this crazy man, who's probably on something, knocked him down. Crazy bitch. Attacked him. Suck my dick. Um, <laughs> and assaulted him. And then his wife came out to protect him, or you know, to, to help him out. And the guy attacked his wife, Rick Allen's wife. Damn. And then he took off, and then he vandalized a bunch of cars and destroyed a bunch of cars in the parking lot at the hotel, and they eventually caught him. It's a 19-year-old man from fucking Ohio attacking Rick Allen in fucking Florida. So it's like two of the worst. So he's from Ohio. Yes. He gained his extra strength from Florida. Florida's shittiness. Yeah, Yeah, right. He's just so powerful. Yeah. Yes. Just overwhelmed everything. And then he attacked a man who was just enjoying a fag. So (laughs) it's just enjoying it. Benson and Hedges. If you guys go to Florida, you hire Big Lenny as your fucking security. <laughs> it's Benson and Hedges. Of course. It's a British cigarette. Yeah, it's called British. <laughs> it is a British cigarette. <laughs> Benson and Hedges are the only fags I'll put in my mouth. <laughs> That's what the British people say. Um, so, Jesus, that's beautiful. Wait, you guys shouldn't smoke because the Bible says God hates fags. Yeah. And it's not good for you. <laughs> So, it's right there, plain writing. I don't remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> it's Florida. Yeah, gained the powers from Florida, but yeah. it's uh, Oh, so this guy was charged with aggravated assault, elder abuse, because... Rick's old. Old, and attacking a disabled person, because he has no one arm. This okay. guy's fucked. Rick got him on a two-for-one. Yep. Three charges. Back to that two-for-one deal. And then it's a hate crime, because he's British. He's like, I hate all Brits. Yeah. <laughs> God. No, I don't know about that, but the other two other charges are true. Elder abuse and, yeah, tackling a disabled man. Oh, you're right. He does look like. Does he look like Donovan? He definitely kind of looks like Donovan. Oh, yeah. Donovan's hair is a lot longer now. He's, yeah. he's okay, growing it out. That's yeah, how I remember growing, Donovan the last time I saw him. Yeah, he's no, growing it kind of long now. And Donovan did have a, he does have a pair of drums, right? The he did. Set? He did at one point. We, got, you know, we sold it. Oh, okay. He's like, ah, I'm not into it. <laughs> he, he, he liked the noise, but he didn't like the noise. You know, didn't didn't he have like a when he was real little? He had two. We bought him a drum set when he was way too young because we were idiots, right? And uh, it, it's like, yeah, you can play, you can learn it. Well, and every time he went to play, it, we're like, shut that damn noise your, up. Your wife didn't <laughs> buy him. No, she bought him from a guy at work. Oh, I thought it was. I thought I didn't buy him. I thought it was you and Craig that like. Oh no, we talked about we got I we got him a little fake one, but no, she's right, like, right. Somebody she worked because that with. was the ones he was just wailing. <laughs> yeah, I remember he just hit the cymbals. <laughs> Yeah. He just, just fucking beat this shit out of the just symbols. The whole, all, all China song, just. <laughs> um, was, yeah, we we bought him drums. It was like, yeah, it's a good idea and learn something. Get out some of his extra energy and stuff. And then mm-hmm. every time he wanted to play it, like, shut that fucking shit up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we just ended up selling it. Yep. Like, Ozzy, though, he's been here so long. Yeah. And all his, like, musician friends, all the people that he's done bands with, mm-hmm. like, he says, I'm Ozzy, I'm from Britain. But he's been here so long that he's he's more American now than he is British. Yeah. Because he's lived here for fucking ever. All his bandmates, like Randy Rhodes is from West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Robert Trio was with him. Zach, mm-hmm. why, like, he, he, he's been he's been American longer than he's been uh, British. Well, yeah. at this point. The original. He's not even uh, British how is his How is his accent? I know it's because he mumbles. But his accent's actually gotten heavier in the forty years he's lived here. He's just yeah, yeah he's just like yeah. it's mostly it's what it is is all the prescription drugs he's well, on. Well now. before yeah. he before he wrecked himself, he was uh British, so that's a memory. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, true. Well yeah, like his 
uh, is originally the first original Blizzard of Oz was Rhodes, Rudy Sarzo, and and uh, Tommy Aldridge, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then Sarzo went and did Quiet Riot. They, you know, because that was well, he was originally Quiet Riot bass player anyway. You know, has Ozzy played with a British musician? And well, he's done the Black Sabbath reunion, but besides yeah. them. Other than them, I think all his guitarists were all, and all then because right? for the longest time, for the longest time after Rudy Sarzo, it was was it Randy Castillo was his bass player? I think for a long time. Yep. And then he died. I think. I think it was Randy Castillo that was, or Phil Susan, one of those two. They were both bass players for a lot of different people, but one of them and they they died and they played for Ozzy. Even even Newstead. Played for him for a while. Yeah, yeah, that was after. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not that huge of an Ozzy fan, so I don't know that very well. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Jake. Yeah, Jake Randy Lee. Castillo. Randy Castillo. He died in 2002. He was Ozzy's bass player. Okay. Or no, he was. Yeah, he was Ozzy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. Or or no or yeah. So yeah, or something, man. It's a music-heavy first hour. It has oh, my been. God. No, he wasn't. We can he, was, actually, he was his drummer. Oh, I thought it was drum, Bass drum, bass guitarist. Well, I don't know. Time. Whoever it was, there was a guy who played for his bass for him for a long time, too. Randy, bass, yeah, bass, Randy bass, Castillo bass. was his drummer. He was actually a drummer for Motley Crue for a minute when Tommy Lee left. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. Yeah, he was the drummer for Motley Crue from 99 to 20, 2002. Didn't I know that? Well. Well, Didn't know it either. He was fifty-two when he died. Okay. Well, why don't we top off the uh, the music talk with? I didn't know about this, Brian. Mm. There was a concert stampede. What there happened? was one in Rochester, New York. It wasn't as cool as the other ones, though. Well, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. Trample to death. No, it was. It was just some. It was. Well, three people died, so I guess it's something. And only like seven were injured, so it wasn't a bad thing. But it's like, and I think it was more of a uh, hip hop type show situation thing. But it was in uh, Rochester, New York. Three people died, seven people. This is a place called the Armory too. <laughs> but anyways, Fitting. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as cool as the other ones. What did everyone get like pushed into the fucking exits? That's what it sounded like. Yeah, there something happened. <gasps> there was a breathing. there was a gunshot. Or it sounded like a gunshot, and everybody started going towards the doors, and it sounds like three people got crushed in the uh, stampede. Well, we love a good crowd crush here at Radio Underground. Yeah, it's it's but, uh, just the stupidest thing. I don't understand. And, of course, they were they were over capacity, too, so that didn't help. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a 700-person uh, building, but we'll put in a 1,200. It'll be fine. And then as soon as anything goes wrong at all, everybody starts fucking... St- Shit, stomping each it's, other. It's just, it's just like a speed limit. It's just, just a suggestion. You don't need that. Yeah, seven hundred people, twelve hundred, whatever. Everything turns into fucking. As long as you're having a good time. A Donington football match. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. That's why I don't go to uh, public events. I told you guys, don't go. Can't get into a crowd crush if you don't leave the house. Yeah, there's no crowd. Yeah, got a bad enough issue with crowd crush when I lay down all this fat. <laughs> Pushes down on my fucking sternum. I don't need I don't need a fucking capacity crowd to fucking make it worse. No, exactly. Yeah, of course I probably would be okay in that situation. Most people like if you crush them, 
your you know, as your sternum goes in, I got a lot of fat before you get to the yeah, sternum. That's true. It, so I'll probably be I, I can buy myself time in the middle of that crush. I'll be there like, all right, everybody, I've been through this. Relax. <laughs> I've been this is what happens when I lay down. In through the nose, out through the I'll calm everybody down. Yep. Nose, mouth. One, two. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm gonna hand drill and start one. I'll keep everybody alive in a crowd crush. The Radio Underground (laughs) Stampede Survival Guide. Do it. When I count to four, you breathe in. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Uh, um, So, last Saturday... I just turned on because I got the WWE network. I know you got it too because you have the Peacock thing, so you can watch a lot of the uh, yeah. the WWE stuff. But they had a, a good a documentary about uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah, love Roddy Piper. Yeah, A and E does like a bunch of biographies. Yeah, they do them on all those. W- they do them all the time now. I think that's like all they do anymore. It's all I ever just see the biographies. I they do that. They do the dark side of this whatever it is but they, they've been yeah. doing them they've been doing biographies for wrestling since i had cable yeah yeah but like now i think that's all they do is wrestling biographies it might be <laughs> the brooklyn brawl yeah um but no ronnie piper uh i didn't know a lot about his his history like his personal history and stuff. oh yeah he's had a crazy he had a crazy life because like he he moved all over the place yeah like he basically from the time he was like five he lived in a different city every year from yeah all the way to glasgow yeah. back uh, Australia, but he lived in a lot of stuff. And then at 15, he left home, and he's like, "Oh, I just had to get out of there." He wouldn't go any any more detail. I'm like, "Yeah, shit must have yeah, happened." There, there was a lot, yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know what is uh, his first? I went down a rabbit hole. Do you know what his first wrestling match happened? He was a uh, he actually did play. He actually played the bagpipes. He learned the yes. bagpipes, yeah, and that became his gimmick and stuff. But yeah. he actually does know how to play the bagpipes. Yes. Did did know how to play bagpipes. Yeah. But they uh, he was doing some something, and he was. He was, I don't remember, he was doing some kind of acting or something. One guy's like, hey, you ever watch professional wrestling? He's like, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. He's like, you want to make 25 bucks? He's like, yeah. So he, well, yeah. he was like homeless at the time. It was basically, he was living in like a yeah. a, a home yeah. type thing. Yeah. He's like, 25 bucks, that's like that's like four months of rent, you know? Or because you had to pay to live at the place, but you had to work. Yeah, it, it was like like one of those shelter kind of. Yeah. 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 He's like, that, that's like this, however many months worth of work. He's like, okay. And he got to fight, and he went, he went there, and uh, the first person he ever fought was Larry Hennig. Oh, yeah. Kurt Hennig's dad. <laughs> oh, really? And he, he was like, and, and the bell rang, and then we started, him. started getting into it, and then it, 10 seconds later, he hit me in my nose, and when I woke up 10 minutes later, <laughs> yeah. he bro- had broken his nose because, <laughs> you know, he didn't care. And they're like, we like you. We want you to keep, keep. So he kept on fighting that way, but... Um, that's how he worked his way up, and Gene LaBelle eventually taught him how to shoot a little bit. Shoot a little bit, and he kind of learned some stuff. And right, um, but his mouth is what really got him going because he wasn't a great wrestler. He learned the stuff eventually, but right. he was a good talker. Yeah, he was. Yeah, for sure. And he he had some some of the stuff he would say to Chavo Guerrero, the original Chavo Guerrero. You know, not the son. Yeah, <laughs> just some. It was it was bad, but. Um, the thing that really stuck with me was the racism. Yeah, he, <laughs> because back then you could get away with it, but it's like, remember he had a whole big thing with Mr. T. Yeah. And it was like the uh, the war to settle the score and then WrestleMania. And he he attacks Cindy Lauper and Mr. T didn't like it. Yeah. So they were fighting. And Mr. T is like, 
I'm Mr. T. This is how we should do this fight. I come in, I punch you in the face, I do this, and Piper and the other guys are like, whoa, you are just coming into this. You can't tell us how to do this. This is our business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So after that, they didn't like each other. They're, like, they legit didn't like each other. Right, right. You know? Piper was sometimes hard to get along with, but Mr. T was the same way. They just, they did not get along. And uh, <laughs> he was on the talk show with, you know, Vince, not the Piper's Pit. but The, t- the, vi- the Vince talk show, yeah. The Vince yeah. talk I remember, show. I that, yeah. And he's like, I don't understand Mr. T. He he's the only guy who wears more a- chains than his ancestors did. <laughs> oh God! And I was like, I actually paused. And I'm like, whoa, wow. <laughs> whoa! I was I was not ready for it. I was like, yeah. that's you can't get away with that. No, well, have you ever seen the? Have you ever? But the se- promo, yeah, the promos, him and Doctor Death, or yeah, um, yeah, Dave Schultz, yeah. He's like, you can't trust anybody with a wide nose, lips yeah. two inches thick. It was, He's like going in the whole thing, like, and Piper's just like, ha, 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 just I mean, sitting there yeah. laughing yeah, at it because yeah. <laughs> he's talking about Tony Atlas. Yeah, no, yeah. though it was like it wasn't even like like innuendo. Like they weren't like just kind of you know oh, throwing no, shade. Uh-huh. They were just being outright racist about yeah, it. Yeah, they they, they they were. There was no. It's it's not suggested. There it was, was no suggestion. Flat, it was overt, flat yeah. out. <laughs> Short even, of saying the N word, even Hulk Hogan when he started yeah. a feud with uh, with uh, with Tony Atlas. Yeah, look it up. Hulk Hogan starts a feud with Tony Atlas. He goes, "Listen here, you brown clown." Yeah, and he like gets in his <laughs> face. Yeah, he goes, "The only thing you can do is shine my." Sh-. That's every single white bad guy. Yeah, the thing was shine my shoes. Every single one of them said that. Yep, that line. You're gonna shine my shoes, boy. And huh. they all said it. But you know, and Hogan never really. Well, with the races, not so much racism, but Hogan, um, man, some, that, a bad some, guy, yeah. some of that stuff was so bad. It's, it's bad, okay? You can't do that stuff, but man, the fact that they did it and got away with it back then is just still well, the, so hilarious to me. The, mo- the most intense, the most intense uh, racist uh, promo was Greg Valentine talk. I forgot who he was talking about. Junkyard Dog. Oh. He was like, I hate your, na- I hate your nasty black skin. Yeah. He's like totally going like way into it. And, and it's so bad. And, uh, after that, man, Junkyard Dog would be like, man, did you really have to get that? Yeah, Sorry, like, man. Like, you told me to do it. Sorry, man. That was your idea. Really in the moment. Oh, boy. Well, well, oh, go ahead, Brian. Sorry. Oh, actually, you brought up Greg Valentine because him and Piper were still wrestling in, uh, and it would have been NWA at that point still, I think. Yeah, it but wasn't they, WCW. It wasn't yet. WCW. It was NWA, and they had a dog collar match where they were chained to each other with a dog collar. And at that point, it was one of the most brutal matches anybody had ever seen. And it was like 60 minutes long. It was so insanely long. And they were like hitting each other. And that's how Piper got his ear chopped off. They had to reset it back on. Because <laughs> the chain, the links of the chain caught his ear and just ripped. Oh, Jesus. But uh, it's funny you mentioned that because him and Valentine um, were having a fight. And afterwards, um, Valentine's like, I didn't think it was going to get that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was bad, but it, it kind of made their names. But, but people people kind of looked down upon Piper, too. Like, he didn't wasn't a – like, he could do the this talk. Man, the- here, here, here you go, Alan. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen it. I'm going to do the Greg Van – because this, this is the most intense one I've ever seen. Yeah, let's do it. So this is Greg Valentine – Who's actually a character, not really this way. He's actually a pretty nice guy. Yeah. And Junkyard Dog was his friend. Yes. He looks but, like everybody's favorite aunt now. But, uh, yeah. But, but he did this promo, and uh, I was like shocked that, that even, even in the 80s, it was too much. 
I would think. Why is my? F- I don't know. Locking up. Don't lock up. Are we not broadcasting? Anymore? Does he not know that we got a show to do? <laughs> we got a green box down there. Yeah, we're good. Green box. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Why is it going to Ann Wilson? All right, Ann Wilson. Yeah, that's okay. Here, here we go. So this is <laughs> and this is on WWF. This is called. If you look it up on YouTube, guys, it's called Greg Valentine claims JYD is a nasty black man. Intercontinental champion of the world, Greg the Hammer Valentine, defends his belt against the Junkyard Dog. Looking good in his robe. You know, I really don't have to defend it against Junkyard junkyard Dog. I'm just giving him one more chance. One more measly chance because he insulted me in Madison Square Garden. And WrestleMania, he insulted me by slapping my rock and roll man, my manager, Jimmy Hart. I don't take that lightly. You understand, Junkyard Dog? You embarrass me for the last time. So anything he does is not his fault now. He's mad. Mm -hmm. Survived Tito Santana and yourselves. Little scheme to set me up in a garden, and it didn't work. And now, Boston Garden, here it is. This is the bait. As far as I'm concerned, it's the bait, dog, to get you, you nasty individual, nasty black person into the ring so I can slap you around one more time because I didn't finish what I started. You understand? I didn't finish what I started. You don't know who I am yet. You don't know who I am yet. The master of the figure four leg lock. And you're going to find out. Going to find out real soon. You're going to taste it. You understand? You understand? I'm going to slap you around, boy. I'm going to slap you down silly. I'm going to slap you down so you go back to the junkyard or you go back to shining shoes or you go back to sweeping the floors or whatever you did. Not gonna wrestle me no more. I thought, that's not the one. This is the one. Junkyard dog. How many more times am I gonna have to listen to that horrible rock and roll song? Every time that nasty black man comes out to the ring, playing another one bites the dust. How many more times am I gonna have to listen to that sickening growl out here on the interviews? Junkyard dog. I'm sick and tired of you, man. I'm sick and tired of Tito, Tito Santana. And we're all going to see what's going to happen to Santana when Beefcake... Greg doesn't like the minority fighters. And tonight, Junkyard Dog, speaking of tonight, I'm in the greatest shape of my entire life. You want to get down and dirty? We're going to get down and dirty. You want to play another one bites the dust? That's fine with me, man, because that is your story. You understand what I'm talking about? That is exactly what's going to happen to you, man. You're going to bite the dust. I'm going to rub your nasty black face right in. Right into the ring, you understand? Jeans like, all going to be left is a big black spot. Oh, tonight in the Boston Garden, the true intercontinental heavyweight champion, the true rock and roll wrestling connection. Right to me, baby. I don't know if you guys were aware, but black people leave black spots, apparently. You know, that was bad. But also realize, I never realized until now, how... Bad Greg Valentine is on the mic. <laughs> yeah, he's really bad. Yeah, yeah, he's not exactly Ric Flair. No, he is not. Wow. Yeah, he's like uh, you and uh, it's like me. If I you tell you what, like me, I tell you what. me after seven quarters life. Let me tell you, I don't like blacks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you think, what That's a drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, someone's gonna drop. Yeah, like, that yeah. drop. 
I don't like Tito Santana and blacks. It's <laughs> <laughs> basically what we made it sound like. He just kept on single out two minorities. Why can't I only fight white competition? Why? That's Keep on playing that rock say. and roll song. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> my queen. <laughs> my my rock and roll manager. He couldn't think of his name. Jimmy Hart. Yeah, yeah, that's him. yeah that's that's the guy. You know, Jimmy Hart actually had a hit song. Yeah, he did. Yeah, back yeah. in the day, I can't remember the name of the band, but uh, yeah. the Guild. So uh, I don't know. I, I looked it up before, though. but yeah, they actually had a hit song, yeah. and then they yeah yeah, and then when the when the band broke up, he brought it back by himself. And uh, they weren't as successful. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the band, though. He wrote a lot of the uh, the entrance music for oh, the yeah. guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did. Did he write Self High Five? <laughs> yeah, Self Five. <laughs> it's just Nirvana. Well, you know, Muhammad Ali was a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. So he, he, he loved promos and heels and all that stuff. That's part of the reason why he talked all the shit. Mm-hmm. And when he went against Chuck Wepner, he, he, he called Chuck Wepner on the phone. Because Chuck Wepner was like kind of a journeyman guy. He didn't have a, he's like, Chuck, we can make a lot of money, but I need you to do something. He's like, what? He goes, when, when you know we're promoting the fight, you got to call me the N-word. He's like, I can't do that, dude. He's like, why? He's like, because like, all my friends and everyone I train with is black. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. He's like, come on, just do it. We'll make money. He's like, Muhammad, I can't call you that. He goes, because people I know... People, you know, people I train with, I can't, I, I can't do that. He tried to get him to t- talk him into doing it, and he's like, I can't do that, man. That's funny. Sorry. He's like, we're going to make money, though. He's like, I can't. He's like, <laughs> um, remember when Piper and uh, – when when they first made the move to WCW and Hogan just became Hollywood, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Piper all of a sudden showed up on WCW. Like, he was at – he was in WWF like two months before, and all of a sudden he was there. At yeah, WCW, um, and they had the icon match. Yeah, where yeah, it was yeah. Icons against each other, mm. and Hulk Hogan didn't agree, but a lot of people did agree that really WrestleMania was such a big thing, but not just because of Hulk Hogan, but because of what Piper did. He never gave Piper any credit. Like credit, he like he's like he had nothing. Basically, Hulk Hogan thinks it was him that created all this he was the big the big name that mm-hmm. pushed it all yeah. over the edge but really piper was a big part of that that push you know the whole thing with cindy lopper and all this other yeah, the stuff, mainstream stuff the mainstream stuff not so much as in the matches but the, the basically the talking and everything just kind of promoting everything nobody was more popular at that point than him and hogan yeah they were the top they were the top Hogan more so for the wrestling, but him for the the Piper's Pit and all the other stuff. But Hogan still never ever gave him credit for anything. Well, Hogan is which uh, shocks me. Hogan is a uh, notoriously uh, difficult person. Yep, he's just mm-hmm. a lot of you know a lot of people don't like him. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, it's it's the strange thing. Hogan's kind of one of those people like if he likes you, he can be really great. Yep, but if man if he don't, he's just not going to give you any credit. And he didn't like Piper for whatever reason. They no. just he didn't like him. Didn't like him. He said he said eventually later on Hogan finally gave him some credit for stuff. But the mm-hmm. problem he had with WCW after that was that Hall and Nash they, apparently they fired him somehow. They 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 got him fired and said that he couldn't perform his job and he ended up suing him and winning all of his money. But whatever doesn't matter. Yeah, was, P- P- Piper had problems, you know, with not partying, but he you know he was 
drinking and doing oh, yeah. coke and shit. He did a lot of stuff. Ended up, ended up getting him. Mm-hmm. But uh, you, ironically, of all people on earth, I don't know why, I, f- I fell upon this interview with Johnny Fairplay. Remember the, the, the he's a guy that like f- pretended his grandma died so he could win one of those fucking where they're stuck on an island show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. God, well, I can't remember. It was like Reality the biggest show. It was the biggest Survivor. show ever. Survivor. Yeah, he won by pretending his grandmother was dead, and everyone felt sorry for him. Yeah. So they let him win. Yeah. No. Oh. But he wasn't just some random guy. All those people were like wannabe actors, so they had connections. Before that, that's mm-hmm. the thing about reality TV. They're all like actors, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was friends somehow with Roddy Piper for years. Oh, and um, he said all the people like yeah, Hogan was a bigger name. And Hogan is the top wrestler ever. We all know it. Hogan's yeah, yeah, the best, yeah. not the best wrestler, but the top known, the biggest, oh, yeah, the biggest name, the biggest entity in pro wrestling. Yeah, The Rock's a bigger uh, star overall, and. There's a lot of people that done a lot outside of wrestling more than Hogan, but Hogan is the biggest name in wrestling history. Without Never, Hogan, yeah. you, these yeah. people wouldn't even had a chance. None of them. Baseball, Ruth, Jordan, basketball, yeah, Brady, football. Hogan yeah. is fucking wrestling. Yeah. But what uh, Fairplay said was that when we would hang out like with celebrities, people that weren't wrestlers, you know, you, you know, he goes name all, you know, it, we'd go to a place. With you know the biggest Hollywood stars you can think of, he goes name them that we were hanging out with them. They all wanted to do blow with Roddy. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, dude, this guy's great because the bad guy's always funner, right? Yeah, everybody likes the guy that's that got the attitude problem and he's nuts and unhinged. That's who everyone wants. That's who chicks like too. Because well, he was it, funny. It, he just he was such a fantastic talker and the stuff he would come up with off the top of his head. Yeah, well, like his wife said that like when he. When he would come off the road, I thought initially, I think initially she said that he'd come off the road and he wouldn't touch anything when he'd be off the road for a while. Yeah. Oh, nice. But then it be, then it got to the point where, like, w- even when he came home, he, like, he couldn't stop doing it. You know, yeah. it became an addiction. Yeah, you know? some and some people are pure social partiers. Uh, Ric Flair, yeah. his wife, his friend, his, even his kids that were bitter at how he behaved, mm-hmm. and even the wife that he cheated on said... He never ever would drink alone. Like he'd come home and like just sit there with a six. Like yeah, he would be perfectly sober in his home. But the problem with him is if there was a crowd and a party, he just he fucking went berserk. berserk. Yeah, mm-hmm. if there's a party, he's he's not saying no. Nope. But when he's home and like you know it's a family thing or you take him you know on vacation to the Hamptons, totally cool. Don't touch nothing. Mm-hmm. Fa- good family guy in that regard, but the minute there was a crowd and people, that's it. He's off to the races. He just couldn't stop himself. So you know, he's he's a total, literally a social alcoholic. You know, right? Just, but it's still, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess you could say that a long time about me, but yeah, I was but, social every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, well, I mean, you you. T- you said near the end you were drinking. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. But I remember you for years because you lived with me. Yeah. And there was a time where you lived with me. If I didn't. You, you didn't touch anything at home. No. But when you when we would go out, then it was yeah. fucking, you know, we'd be throwing you in the bed. Yeah, basically. But, what but, it but, uh, <laughs> yeah, basically what it was was you know, I just went out all the time. Yeah. And then, you know, it got to, like, I would start at home, and then I would, like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to quit this buzz, so I guess I'm just going to go somewhere now. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, but but the uh, 
but Brian's right though. Piper really did have a huge part. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because you can't. There's always a balance. You got to have the yin and the yang. It wouldn't have been just Hogan. Hogan needed needed a competent opponent opponent where you would believe Hogan was in danger. Yeah, that's what wrestling is. Like the the match isn't good unless you believe the hero is in danger. Yeah. And with when Hogan fought Andre, the danger of Andre is huge. But with Piper, it's a, he's this madman. He's wild. You know, the danger was just the unpredictability. Yep. And uh, the wildness. Well, and some of the unpredictability was like you know well, it was actually unpredictability like because <laughs> what the first not WrestleMania but the war to settle the score yeah which is the precursor to it he kicked Cindy Lauper while she was down he ta- you know attacked her <laughs> and he kicked her while she was down time after but the time. thing is he actually kicked her while she was down <laughs> like he didn't kick her really hard but the, the, like that's what and that's what set everybody off it's like oh my god he kicked her but he actually did kick her. Oh, he didn't mean to, but he did. No, no, no. He meant to kick her, just not too hard. Yeah. But, but it was all of a sudden in his head. They were like, yeah, I'll just rough her up and stuff. And he's like, all right, well, I'll just kick her while she's down. And, <laughs> and actually, he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I kind of felt bad about it afterwards, but, man, it worked. <laughs> it's true. It worked really Piper, well. I don't know. Piper was always my favorite. Yeah. Always. Like when I was a kid, he was always my favorite. And they always they still knocked on him. It was like, yeah, he wasn't very good in the ring, though, with the wrestling. And then he had a match with uh, Bret Hart. Like, he had just won the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. It was the first title he'd ever held. And a couple months later, he had to fight Bret Hart, and they respected each other and stuff. But he knew that they were trying to give Bret a push. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to win the IC title. and But they had a hell of a match, and everybody's like, oh, maybe he can wrestle. But well, I was like... Well, see, the thing is, they always, there's this wrestling puri- purist uh, faggotry that always bothers me about, yeah. about fucking, oh, he, he's not a good technical wrestler. I would pick somebody that just tells a story better than someone that can actually wrestle, because if it was about technical ability, then the, the Olympic champion would always be the best wrestler. Yeah. Right. But it's not about that. It's about who tells the story. Right. Yep. Now, Kurt Angle was an Olympic champion, but he was also good at telling stories, so it worked great for him. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of amateur guys are guys that can really go, or even workers. You know, Shawn Michaels is, is another one that always said, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, they can work a match. Yeah, but they're small. Okay, so I never really liked them. Yeah. I always liked the big fucking, give me a Sid Vicious. Even Hannibal uh, from Hannibal TV, Yeah, I agree with him. He's like, I like big monster dudes. And Hannibal's a, a legit shooter. He he was a Canadian national champion wrestler, yeah. and he can really go. But he's like, I just like to see guys like Sid, you know, and the, and people that tell a story. I don't yeah. care about, like, the most twirly guy there is. Right, right. You know, I don't If I believe you're dangerous like I did with Piper, then you're dangerous. Yeah. doesn't matter if you actually are the best, you know, in-ring guy. Nobody fucking cares. You know they they don't. Oh, they, they like they had that whole documentary shitting on the Ultimate Warrior. Remember, like, he can't wrestle. Yeah, he's like people liked him. Yeah, it worked. It, it fucking worked. And I will say, they say his in ring stuff sucked, but I saw him at Joe Louis Arena do the jump, the flying shoulder block. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Jim Helwig jumped from one end of my house. It was like a Bob Beeman fucking. Yeah, <laughs> watch. Wind S- aided it. Didn't steroids, matter. man. Yeah, they're wonderful. They they worked. Mm-hmm. They worked. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, good entertainment. Rick him versus Rick Rude. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rick Rick Rude drank and smoked. Didn't care. Yeah. He had a Magnum PI mustache. Yeah. Yes. 
So I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't care. You, time selling. You can have your Shawn Michaels can work a match. I never liked Shawn Michaels. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck it. And it could if if you if you wanted to watch a technical wrestling match, there, there's those guys are the guys you want to watch. Brett, Brett, yeah. yeah, Brett. Brett could work a match. I liked him more than Michaels, but fuck Brett too. Yeah. Because that guy just he he thought like he he went to leave the WWF and then wanted to not give up the title. You're leaving. Yeah. What does it matter? You have to give up the title. You're fucking leaving. Yep. Leave. Wasn't a screw job. You're fuck just you, an asshole. Fuck you guys, man. Uh, Piper, Piper was the best. Piper also, I and I don't think he liked Polynesians either because <laughs> no, did, Superfly Snooker, they had a little thing going on, and uh, he got him on the Piper's pit and was talking to him and stuff. He's like, I got you some gifts. And he starts pulling out like coconuts and other stuff. <laughs> and he starts calling them names. And, and Snooka didn't know what was going on because, you know, it was like the second episode of Piper's Pit. Oh, yeah. I know what you're going through with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, he starts fighting with them. And he grabs the coconut off the ground, off the table. And he legit hit Snooka with a coconut across the head. And knocked him out, mm-hmm. right? Knocked him out, knocked him into the wall, and shattered this thing across his head. A real coconut. He's just like, yeah, I just grabbed it and I hit him with it. And they're like, oh, wait, I didn't think about that thing being that hard. But <laughs> the thing just exploded on his head. <laughs> He's like, but it worked. You know? Yeah. And he said he snuck a game backstage looking for him later on. Better hide. Kill him. You don't want to fight but, a Samoan ever. But uh, no, Didn't he murder somebody? He did. Yep. Yeah. He got away, he got with, away it. with it. Yeah, he, he well, mur- murdered. I don't know if it was his wife or just his partner. Yeah. yeah. But it was but, someone that he the woman he was with. He he killed her and got away with it. Yeah. Well, he yeah because he he died before they because they were trying to put a case together for years. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no statute of limitation on murder. Right. They, so were, they trying were trying to put to a case in. and then he died. So, but they I mean they were pretty convinced he did it too. So yeah. yeah it it look man I don't know but it looked pretty bad. Yeah. Right. It looked oh, pretty man. bad. But you know, you know the, the but Piper other, was in They Live, so I mean he was, like, and actually, know, so he's not racist. That was one of the things I was going to make. The uh, him and Keith David. I came here to mm-hmm. chew bubble gum and kick some ass, and all about bubble gum was him improv. Mm-hmm. He said it, and yeah. John John Carpenter's like that's that's genius. And he kept it in. Said he's one of the best people he ever worked with. He loved Piper. Yeah, um, or, or Keith David was talking about him. He's like he's like pound for pound. He was just such a strong guy because we did the move. They're like, hey, we're going to pick me up. And he goes, he just swooped me up. Yep. I was like, <laughs> yep. And they choreographed the whole thing between the two of them, too. They had to stump people there, but they kind of figured out some of the moves. Well, you know, and him do. being a wrestler. one of the best fight scenes ever. Yeah, it was yeah. great. It, it was, like, brutal and, like, raw. They're, like, they're on the concrete. It's two guys that are friends. And it was just, that was one of the most raw, emotional fight scenes yep. ever. Well, then, you know, then years later, I mean, Timmy and Jimmy – did the same yeah. fight, you know? That's true. Yeah, that is oh. such a great. He's like, he's like, Neh. yeah. They brought him <laughs> back. They it was uh, who was the? I cannot think of his name, the character's name, but he was like the red faced guy with the white suit, who'd always had the had to talk show oh, too. Oh, 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 brother, 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 love, brother, brother love. love, Pritchard. I almost said do love. Yeah, but Bruce he, Pritchard. He, he even said that basically when he invented the character and the talking and the fast talking and everything, he basically just said, "I'm just doing Piper." On like speed, yeah, with and, yeah, with, his, yeah. with the southern with the line. southern accent, yeah, yeah, I remember that dude. Well, they yeah. had a thing. Well, he was still doing a show, and they Piper had come back, but no one had know he knew he was back yet. So he brought him back out, and he was going to do like a reverse on him and try to do like a Piper's pit thing, but just throw him off. He brought in the most popular talk show host in the country at that point, Morton Downey Jr. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, 
the talk, and he kept on blowing, and Downey kept on blowing smoke in uh, Piper's, Piper's face. face, and he's like, he's like, I asked you four times now <laughs> yeah. about smoke, and he's like, yeah, it was just smoke, but it was it was irritating. So he was actually irritated at that point, and he had the fire hydro, or extinguisher under the, the the chair. Yeah, and he he's like, when Morton Downey turned around, he like sprayed him in the face with it, and then his next move was like. You know, not really hit him, but he was going to kind of hit him over the head with the fire, the fire extinguisher. And whoever was the guy ringside, one of the um, guys saw saw the look in his eyes and saw that he was really mad off, at him, really yeah. kind of mad at him. And he lifted up, and you can you watch a video, and he like picks it up, and he like kind of like, and the guy's like Roddy, and he's like, oh yeah, he kind of snapped out of it. <laughs> yeah. Don't Just, actually kill him. It's an act. <laughs> He's like, good thing he said something because I was ready. It's like that's the last thing I want to do is hit the most popular talk show host in the country <laughs> yeah. in the head. And uh, I and remember uh, Kane uh, tombstoning Pete Rose. Yeah, that was, that was great a big too. deal. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, all wrestling was is fun. Yeah, it was just uh, it was good to see Piper because I haven't seen anything with him in a while, and it was cool. You know, I'm gonna watch They Live. I think this week too. Right. Enough so, time. It's been it's been like what, fifteen years since he passed? Ten no. years? Uh, fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. It was oh, was that yeah, oh, almost ten years. Okay, yeah, it's uh eight years ago. All right, I I knew it was close to a decade. I knew it had to be at least no, because I mean it was it's been about twelve years. Since, well, how long has it been since he was uh the maniac and it's always sunny when they did the rep, 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 that was one of the oh boom, yeah that was clap. probably two thousand ten boom, or something boom. yeah birds of war birds of war and he uh, was. I haven't watched enough of those. It was it was a it, it was a wrestling episode. Yes, we have feathers, but the muscles of men. Yes, they were yeah. they had like feathers, but they had like abs painted on and stuff. Stop clap! Stop clap! Stop clap! Yeah. Um and and Charlie, oh no, not Charlie, but uh, Rickety Cricket. They're the the guy who used to be the reverend or the uh, the yeah. preacher, and they they turned him back to drugs and everything. But he was the Taliban. Yeah. That was Kept one of my blowing smoke and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like pocket sand. But yeah, I was supposed to fight the maniac, but he went off the reservation. And he couldn't find him or anything. Yep. And then uh it was a good episode. You you had to watch that show, Alan. Yeah, I've watched some, but you I haven't have not seen watched. it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've I've seen some of them, but I um uh, no, I haven't watched a lot of it them. It goes back to the old heat thing. You've seen heat. It's just yeah. some of the best the best yeah, yeah. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, I've seen it. Heat movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's twenty eight years old now. Have you seen that heat? So, guys, before I pee, yeah, just to get you guys going on, there's two things we can talk about. I want to pee, but I, you guys can. Carl uh, Malone and the Rain Man, both guys. You can do Ooh. in either order you want. Oh. I got to pee. Both of those guys are uh, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, Rain Man. <laughs> yeah, the, Sean the, Kemp. Sean Kemp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I, I saw the video. <laughs> yeah. Sean Sean may be a little trigger happy. Yeah, Sean, yeah. <laughs> oh, is there a video? I haven't seen a video. No, there's a video. <laughs> no, it's oh. funny. That you <laughs> said Rain Man, and I'm like, it's in a parking lot. I was like, yeah. whoa. I'll have to watch a video. Though. Yeah. I uh, no. Well, I'm I'm the one that first brought it up, but I didn't know what was going on. I just sent a text to you guys about it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but the, you know, murder. I don't know if it was a drive-by or what what happened, but uh, I've not seen the video yet. Well, did anybody die? Did somebody die though? Did he kill a man? He shot somebody though, allegedly. But okay. it looks like he did. And uh, 
man, Sean Kemp, don't you have enough problems with all the kids you got, too? He has like 11 kids or some crap. I don't know if that's the right amount, but he has a lot of kids from different mamas. Lots of different kids from lots of different moms. Just worry about that. He has seven children with six different women. Yeah, it's, so it's not a record, but it's a lot still. No, because, uh, shit, Antonio Cromartie got him beat. Yeah. I think he was still having kids. Well, I mean, of course, Nick Cannon's got everyone beat now. But that's only from three women, though. Nick yeah. Cannon's only got three women. Yeah, Cromartie had, like, like I think, like, seven from seven women <laughs> or eight from seven women. But then he got married and he had twins with her or something. You know, shit. and I and I don't want to keep on going back to Mass Singer, but Mass Singer every week someone makes a joke about all Nick's kids. Everybody, it doesn't matter who it is. Mm-hmm. They had a fucking Muppet make fun of him, him and his kids because they had Sesame Street night, and one of them said that all oh, all the all the fans around the world and half of them in Nick's house because he has so many kids in his house, they're all watching Sesame Street. I'm like, Elmo just made fun of Nick Cannon. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Um, but yeah, Rain Man though. Sean yeah, I saw Kemp. I saw a video. He's wearing a red shirt. Okay, it's in a parking lot. I wouldn't call it a drive-by. He's standing there. I wasn't sure. No, I didn't know. Now, it was I don't a know for sure it's him, but someone posted it, and then it's one of those videos that got taken down, and then it would reappear because I don't. Maybe it's. It looked a lot like him, though, right? Yeah, and he just. Wow! Whoa! About about three or four shots. He popped off. And Shot it's at like, somebody. It's like, I mean, it, Sean Kemp. No injuries were reported. Okay, oh, good. One was recovered. Good. He didn't kill anybody. But pretty, That's it's a pretty, pretty noticeable, noticeable person because you know the size. Yeah, he's know. six foot ten. Yeah, you, you do stand yeah. out. And all they said is a fifty-three-year-old male was booked for for a drive-by shooting. The investigation's ongoing now. Huh. This was yesterday. Okay, we interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, so well, he didn't kill anybody, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, I thought he should. Well, he was shooting I, at something. He was shooting at people, but apparently he didn't hit anybody. Well, that's good. It's just like he couldn't hit a free throw. Actually, okay. he could hit free throws. But. So, what's it say here? Now it's starting to go a little more into this. Booked in on oh. suspicion of felony drive-by shooting. Mm-hmm. Reached out to Kent for comment. No response, blah, blah, blah. His attorney released a statement telling his side. According to his attorney... Kemp's vehicle was broken into on the 7th, mm-hmm. and numerous t- items were stolen, including an iPhone. The next day, Mr. Kemp, Kemp tracked the iPhone to an occupied vehicle in a shopping mall. That's what the video was. <laughs> when Mr. Kemp approached the vehicle in an attempt to retrieve his stolen property, individuals saw, ooh, individuals inside shot at him. Oh, was they just retaliating? Who, well, who then, that's then, not a, that's who not... then returned fire in self-defense. That's what his lawyer's saying. Oh, well, actually, I guess, yeah, he's, they should just let him go then. Okay, and then it said that Mr. Kemp met with law enforcement at the scene in an attempt to assist in the matter. Oh. The, the day after the arrest, Kemp was released, blah, blah, blah. So he's doing like a citizen's arrest type thing, what it sounds like to me, but also well, he has a gun. Well, Then be, it just goes on if about they his stole high school it, career. If they stole his shit, yep. and he tracked him down. And then they shot him. He has every right to shoot him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Never mind, Sean. Do what you got to do. Do it, man. Yeah. This is all hearsay. Like, all right, the cops arrested him. But, like, did they, if they clearly had to have done some kind of investigation around that vicinity for, I don't know, bullets from another gun? 
Yeah. Unless they both had the same gun. Somehow. Here's what happened. Then they got a test for the striations. They, they shot it. at Sean Kemp. He threw a basketball at their hands, knocked the gun out, took the gun, started shooting back at them with their own gun. That's what probably what happened. As happens. You know, he's always got a basketball As on him. we know. Not because he's black, but because he's a former NBA player. That's why he had a basketball on his, in, yeah, his back. Yeah. I'm not making any racist jokes here. It's a pure... No, it's pure... Career, ob- it's his career. It yeah. was his career. It's pure observation. Yeah. What he... It's his trade. Yes. Yes. You expect a plumber to have a pipe wrench. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sean will have a basketball. Exactly. Come on. So I, that's that's the only thing that makes sense to me. It's probably what happened. Um, Carmelo shit's worse. It's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Malone, I didn't know anything about that until you guys. I didn't either. Do you know who told me about it? My daughter. No, really. She's like, who's Carl Malone? I'm like, oh, the mailman. He's a hell of a player. She's like, he's a piece of shit. She didn't say he, shit. but He's ripped. Um, I was like, he's a basketball player. She's like, yeah. Well, he knocked up a 12-year-old. I'm like, what? Like, recently? No, it was like 30 years ago. But, actually, it was almost 40 years ago. But either way, Carl Malone, while I was in college, and he was 20, impregnated a 12-year-old girl. They yeah. know this for sure? Well, they did the DNA, D, DNA Oh, so test. she had the child. She had the child, yeah. Yeah, the, and the kid played football. I don't think he ever made it past college, but um, he did, and he didn't know who his dad was, and finally they were able to argue it in court and figure it out, and they got were able to get a DNA sample from him, and sure enough, he's Carl Malone's kid. Wow. Yep. Well, now, he, he's had a pretty bad reputation in terms of women. Yep. I know he tried to fool around with Kobe's wife. Yeah. There was that whole thing. Yep. Probably did. Probably did. So uh he's not he's not the most honorable guy. So you know, uh apparently now this is from the basketball network. Oh. But it says it's my personal life. Carl Malone doesn't care about backlash over impregnating a thirteen year old girl. Well, she was thirteen when Baby was born. She was twelve when he was pregnant. Right. Yeah. And Carl, that's pretty bad. You can't. You were in college, and you played basketball, and you were going. Everybody knew you were going to end up in the NBA. I don't care that you drive. a Why truck. did you need a twelve-year-old? You can't tell me there's no girls around that college campus that want you. Carl Epstein, Jesus Christ, God, that's man. what the fuck, man. Jesus, you can have anybody, anybody. Yep. Oh, well, he took that literally. Yeah, well, I have mean, anybody. So and I mean anybody. So apparently they've known, people have known about this. Because, oh, yeah. Because they said the NBA the NBA invited him to judge. What the, do you know? I'm 57. She's 51. What's the problem? The, uh, <laughs> the NBA invited him to judge the dunk contest this year. And yeah. some people weren't happy about it. Well, they said he still needed to take responsibility for his actions, but I don't know who they're talking about. Uh, I'm gonna pick that white boy, Mac Maclone. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> however, he cho- he said I'm not discussing any of that black backlash. I don't care. That's my life. That's my personal life. I'll deal with that like I've hey, had hey, to deal with everything. Hey, so hey, whatever. Hey Al, Hitler may have killed a lot of people, yeah. but that was his personal life. It was. Well, that's true. Who are we? Who are we to judge him? Tell him he should have done differently. It's his life. Now, see here it says 
uh, it was revealed in 1998 that Malone was involved in a paternity lawsuit. That's totally not uh, exaggeration to compare him to Hitler. No, it's the same thing. <laughs> it says it was revealed in 98 that Malone was involved in paternity lawsuits. Multiple. And later was discovered that the Utah Jazz Center was suspected of having impregnated Gloria Bell when she was just 13. Oh, the kid did make it to the NFL. Demetrius Bell. Really? Yep. That's his kid? Yep. So, uh... uh well... He I played mean, four seasons with the... Allegedly. I know who it is. Oh, wait, they have the DNA result. Yeah. yeah. The incident took place in 83. He called the young lady in question his girlfriend. Case closed. She was his girlfriend. Bell's got a point. Bell's family filed a paternity suit, but they did not file statutory rape charges. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? It's his life. Yeah. Malone's son, Demetrius Bell, was a left tackle for the Bills and the Eagles. I said, like, what, what is, how old is Carl now? 59. Yeah. So she's 52. What, two? 51, 52. Yeah. So you're right. It's okay now. What's the problem? Yeah. You can't tell well, me. Yeah. He played at Louisiana Tech. You can't tell me there the, were some 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 Bayou chicks or something that yeah, were the, just the mailman. Well, here's the funny the mailman thing. delivers. Here's the funny thing: they the family Sperm. filed a paternity suit, but not statutory rape. Yeah, because they were hoping, oh, he's probably gonna get a rich. No, they just contract. want the money. They they want the money. He's gonna yeah. get the rich contract and marry her. You know. I knew, they wanted the money. I, I knew guys that were stationed down in Louisiana, man, the military, and they were like, every girl down there was trying to get herself a military guy to get the fuck out of that shithole. Yeah. Trying to get the load. Mm-hmm. Get that load. Fuck yeah. There was, guys that, told, with there was guys that told me about tell me about 15, 16-year-old girls like trying to throw themselves at guys. They'd be hanging out at bars and shit. He's yeah. like, I knew they were too young. You know, that one, one guy I worked with, Chuck, he's like, I knew they were too young. So they'd be but that didn't them. stop me. No, no he, it did stop him. He was married, so it didn't matter to him. Now, th- this has never happened to me, guys. No. But I've, I've heard okay, two guys two guys for sure that I know said that this happened to them. And one guy on a podcast said that it happened to him. So I don't know. Yeah. Me, I'm, you know, this never happened. But they said that when they were pumping away at a girl and it was about load time and they went to do the pullout method to, like, back out, that the girl – straddled in yeah and then wanted that load they wanted the load Mm -hmm. in yeah Yeah. and it like followed him you know like a venus flytrap so he couldn't escape Mm -hmm. to get to get it did did that ever happen to you have you ever been load trapped uh i've heard of this is three times no comment (laughs) brian your wife don't count no okay then (laughs) no it wasn't trapped yeah uh, it's a joke i mean i guess kind of but not like but i've heard like they're like they're like I don't know if it's uh they're trying to trap you in the relationship as women do, or it was, or it was like the like the instinctual thing like breed like yeah. you can't help it you know that's what it is they're trying to help humanity by breeding well like supposed to. I just know that like you know first but of when all, I heard that I was kind of shocked I'm like I thought you know girls first take, things take, first take it pills feels, for that and it feels fucking amazing. Fucking blowing it in a oh, chair. Oh, it feels way yeah. better. And uh, a lot of chicks, better. a lot of chicks feel the same way. Oh, they love it. They like the pie, huh? Yeah. They just like the way it feels. Just, you know, the creme. They pie. like to feel the guy orgasming. You know, <laughs> the spasming. They like the pulsating, the, the throbbing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
Yeah, so but, like I, 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 I know I, plenty of chicks that were like, ah, but yes. I've never, I've never, I, I didn't know that was a thing. And then two guys that I know, and uh, one of them's Aaron, of course. Oh, and, what? Uh, and and uh, and uh, one was a podcast. Uh, was the war mode? He was talking about it, and they do the the. The fly, the other guy. I'm not going to say it because he told me in comments. I, I mean, but uh, the the pussy, the fucking like snapping you in and pulling you in to make sure no, the load goes like, in. Take the legs and you hook the feet behind I, your back. I and they keep you locked in. Never happened. It's to technically me. rape if you want to think about it. I don't have a, I don't have a desirable seat. I assume I that it happens I'm, a lot. But like I've yeah I've had girls like wrap their legs around me but like it was already but known. At, at that it moment was, at that yeah, moment yeah yeah but it was I'm yes. not talking about in wrapping your legs around yeah that's what I'm saying when it, you're trying to like when, pull the moment out. of climax yeah well I wasn't necessarily that's trying to weird. pull out but they knew I was getting ready to come yeah <laughs> I made it known <laughs> you know yeah. vocally so, like didn't care yeah like you know I'm coming baby here it comes. Yeah. Actually, I like to tell him I'm going to fill him up. But Aaron's is the funniest because he was he was actively That's my favorite. He I'm was like, actively to trying to up, baby. Oh. Aaron described me. He said he was actively trying to back up, and she was latched onto him, and oh. he yanked her off the. Path. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I never had that. So that's the best story. I don't think. No, I never had that. That's that's funny. <laughs> that's a that's a desperate uh, child support. Scene. Oh yeah, yeah. They want they want yeah, that. They, so it sounds like, yeah. So I don't know. I I, I just wanted to ask you guys. She wanted to have a she wanted to have a steroid baby. Yeah. <laughs> All pumped up, jacked when it comes out, like ah, tip yeah. top shape. Was, Sorry, Aaron. Yeah. yeah, he he called me the other day. And oh, he, he's uh talking about the his uh his lifts. Oh stuff. yeah, he's he's doing well with the the cycle, the gains. On. Yeah, I'm like yeah. But then he yelled at his boss and got a couple uh, couple weeks off work. Yeah. So you can't roid rage on your boss. No. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. No, don't do that. Do not do that. Oh, speak, not, not because it's like Aaron, but uh, just because I don't even know if Alan knows, but uh, Morgan has it as a kid. Yeah. Oh, he had the, ba- they had they the baby. He had the baby? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't have the baby. He didn't. But, if he uh, did, he'd lose weight. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know. Seven pounds, 13 ounces. All right. 19 inches long. Congratulations. I don't remember the baby's name, though. That's uh, 19 inches long. That's 19 of your dicks, dude. Yeah. Nice. It's Alex. Alexander, that's right. Alexander Alexander Hunter Moore. Yes. Alexander Hunter. The very wasp name. Alexander the Hunter Moore. Yep. Yeah. Alexander Hunter Moore. I like that name, actually. That's Why are we totally doxing this child? Dude, that is. Oh, dude, we are. All of us did, didn't we? Oh, two people. Oh, no, Morgan. Uh, um, The whole world knows. There's going to be at least 58 people that listen to the the, uh, the audio end. Yeah, they induced her, what, Monday or Tuesday? And it wasn't happening, so they did C-section. So he's been a dad for a few days. Baby and mom are already home. All right, man. He loves being a dad. He said, "I don't know how many times so far." In our He's, he seems really happy yeah. for the first time in his life. Well, you know, it's good. I told him he should have called the kid there's more, n- more, more. There's nothing uh, more, more. There's less is more. Less. Yours was best. Yeah, less. <laughs> less is more. Less is more. That's um, great. You know, there is nothing quite like having a child. Well, I mean, I wouldn't know, but he, you know, he, uh, I'm sure there's nothing like. He's uh, enjoying it, and plus, her parents are there too, so they got help. And, uh, yeah, you got a little backup, backup plan, but uh, he's enjoying it. Good for him. So congratulations, yeah, congrats. congratulations, Morgan. 
Yeah, I, I just thought about Alan didn't even know. No, and then we totally doxed your kid. Whatever. Yeah. That kid's got a, quite a few years before, you know, he's going to have to come yeah, back and fine. get a revenge on us for doxing him. Yeah, we're sorry. Just, yeah, I'll long be dead by then. Yeah, when you're 15 that's, and that's, stronger than me. That's hopefully, you know, the, the plan is that I'll be dead before you can come get me for it. But uh, good for him. I certainly will be. Uh, but it's funny, he shared the picture, and he's like, why does my kid look like Aaron? <laughs> I, I talked to Aaron about that. He's like, he, he's like, he goes, I kept dying laughing. He goes, I never met her. He's he's, he's blaming me for things I've never, I've never. Even That's met what I thought. Her. I didn't think they had met yet. No, he's never even been no. around her. No, it's funny. Oh man, that Good we know about. That we know. Yeah. Well, he was out that way. Yeah. Yeah. He, Made a side Maybe. trip last year. So he used that he used that TikTok girl as a beard to get down there. Yeah, he oh. it was it was last year. I don't know when, but it was last year when hit he that did that cream pie. Went back. That's hit it. that cream pie, hit the road. Actually it was probably more like six months when so no, it didn't work. Yeah, I don't think it worked enough. No. Um but speaking of kids. Well, well yeah, but he's got steroid sperm. That's so true. We, so we got the people who are very happy with kids, and then Brian had someone that's not happy with kids. Yeah, Seth Rogen hates kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he not, said so. Not surprising. <laughs> he did. No, he didn't say it. Seth Rogen. Uh, uh, yeah, I saw. I read that uh, interview. He's very happy he doesn't have children because, yeah. first of all, it sounds like he he's, he's willing to acknowledge that he's probably not mature enough or re- will never be ready to have kids. Right. He's just, you know, which is uh, being honest. That's cool. But also, he with his career and his wife's career and stuff, it's it's a hindrance, not being mean about it, yeah. but he's right for the, for his particular. No, I I totally field. Look, I mean, I totally respected his honesty. But he did say it. he's really glad he hasn't had children because yeah. he doesn't think he can handle it. He's honest about that at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah, but um, uh, yeah, I, but it's it's true. That's what he. he I like said, kids. Though, I just don't like women. He even said <laughs> he, he even said in like the interview that he's probably going to get beat up for it, and they're not going to. They'll just turn it around on him, or he said that they already did. That was my plan was to turn yeah. around on him. But um, yeah, I I read that. You know, well, you know, I I was I was the same way. I really made the effort to not because I didn't think that, uh, and I don't care what anybody says. I knew I would not have been a good dad because I didn't want the responsibility of it, and it won't change you if you don't want to be changed. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. I think you now though you probably be a sure good dad sure, but people like people would tell but me, you oh had- no, you'll change as soon as it happens. I go, no, I fucking wouldn't, and quit telling me what I would do. I used to get pissed about that shit. I'm like, it will not change you if you do not want to be changed. And case in point, I watch plenty of men who said, yeah, it changes you. I'm like, really? Because you're still doing the same stupid shit, and your wife's at home with your kid. Yep. That's so true. what the fuck? It you does. I knew plenty of guys that were doing that shit. If you do not want to change, it will not change you. Nothing will change you unless you want well, to change. Well, yeah, I know. Look at me. I'm just, I'm a free-willing dude. I do whatever the fuck I want. I've had kids for 18, 19 years now, man. I do whatever the fuck I want. It yeah. didn't change me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm someone that's so boring that I don't mind having other people's kids around. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. That's like, one thing I can't do. Like, oh my, when a couple of years ago when the pandemic first started and stuff yeah. people weren't working but my wife wasn't working but her cousin was and she got a job working for the county or i can't remember what she was doing but she had a newborn not a newborn but like eight or nine month old and danielle's like 
well, I'm going to watch the baby a couple days a week. I'm like, mm. oh. Didn't we already do yeah, this? Yeah, baby. baby didn't we like, do all this And I'm shit? like, it's fine as, as long as the baby's gone by the time I get home. Well, She's well, like, the, oh, yeah, but you don't get home until 3, 30, 4 o'clock. The kid's going to be gone by then. Well, well, and the kid was never gone by then. Well, that, well, that's the thing. I'm falsely portraying myself as a decent person. Yeah. When, when, they're, when they're a little, like, baby, like, infant, yeah. no. Nope. But when they're about three or four and I can, you know, uh, play video games with them, grapple with them a little bit, yeah. I'm, yeah. then I'm great. Yeah, when you can be, like, fun uncle yeah, and yeah. shit. Funkle, yeah, funkle, as they call yeah, it. Yeah, when you can be fun, yeah, funkle. Funkle. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I don't know what I would do with, like, a an infant. It'd probably starve to death. I don't. What uh, do you do? I, yeah. I don't know that. Why part. is it making this noise? It, yeah, man, no, it fucking it, stinks. It was fine. It, it wasn't even that bad until that. All of a sudden, it started getting fussy and stuff. And I was like, and it started crying and shit. I'm like, it was like day two, and I'm like, yeah, you're we, like, I'm like, we can't fucking do this. We're not watching this kid. Yeah, you're like, you're you're like, yeah. Didn't we already do this? Like we I raised our kids twice. I'm I'm like yeah, no i'm fine with kids but yeah. like i want to like, like i want to be able to watch like roadhouse with them and shit right yeah. i want them to be that age i think i think people like a, a lot of people my sister talked about she's like a lot of people like she's like i was one of those people that i i don't want kids ever and then when i had them she was really the, the bad part's only a couple years after that they're just a little person then yeah. you're watching roadhouse with them before you know it but like you know, right? Like, oh, don't get me wrong; they're assholes. Like your yeah. sister talked about that, but then like when she had kids, they made the decision to have kids, though. So yeah, you know, it wasn't like it was. So like that makes sense, you know. But, but, but yeah, but what I'm saying is like the part where they're like they're shitting everywhere, sick. You got a mm-hmm. little infant. It's a brief time. It's yeah, not it like is. it's not. It doesn't go on forever. Yeah. And then at a certain point, you're just like. I don't. <laughs> I have like yeah, a really I mean, bad but, aversion. God, to they're such fucking jerks. But, but they, but they, 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 they such fucking jerks. But they, uh, they, they can be a little like. I know that my sister and uh, my brother-in-law treat my kids great, but I was sitting there, and my nephew's like, you know, if you had the worst, pa- if you had the worst parents ever, why would you hate them? He just randomly asked me that. I'm like, if I had the worst parents ever, why? Well, I had very good parents, you know. I had Matthew, I don't know about that. But he was bitching about his parents, and he's like, <laughs> so, okay, if you had parents that fought a lot, and they argued a lot, would you beat the crap out of the dad for talking bad to your mom? No, I'd beat uh, you because you're the one that caused it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was he was just talking shit about them in a, uh, but in a, in a roundabout way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, I'm not Dude, naming any like, names. How old is he? I'm not he's, naming he's any names. Seven. Yeah, he's seven. And he's already roundabout way in yeah. his fucking parents and shit. Yeah. He's a, well, the thing is, like, he, he has a, uh, like, I, I've had multiple nieces and nephews. He has a, uh, of all of them I've been around, he has... He has a really high IQ. Oh. Yeah, I could, so he's already like manipulating. Like you can tell, like he's smart. I was like, okay, right, you should not know how to do that. Not that the others weren't. No, they were. They, they were. They were. Well, they were normal kids. Yeah, but he's like really smart. So he's I'm already like, scheming for stuff. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been around uh, your daughter a whole lot, but I heard she's highly intelligent. <sighs> she's but, too smart. Yeah, but like him, he's the smartest kid I've personally been around yeah, yeah, a lot, I, and like. Uh, I was like, holy shit, man. How the fuck do you always... And he even knows my own psychology. Like, You're only doing that because... Of like, shut yeah, up! Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, certain things, like, there's certain things about Don't Neil. you read me? There's certain <laughs> things about Neil's nephew that I noticed that yeah. uh, I'm like, wow, dude, this kid's like... You know, he's very inquisitive and he asks a lot of questions, but he knows a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, and his parents are really... 
really, really involved in everything. And and they they teach him a lot of stuff, you know. And they're both teachers, really. I mean, yeah. I mean, so they, you, you know, just, Paul Paul is. I mean, he didn't teach, but he's got a teaching degree. <laughs> so your cat's doing something. Your cat's like losing his mind. You know what it is? There's a uh, there's a a giant cat out there with a large head. That I thought was his enemy. It's actually his friend, and it comes every night. Do you want to go out and play? Oh. I tried. To, I tried to get it to come in because I want my mom, my mom. I know she wants a cat. I'm trying to get it to her. Yeah, but it don't. It's a stray. But I want. I, the only reason I want him because I swear to You're God, trafficking this, cats. This fucking thing as long as that table. He's really. He's fucking huge. Holy and shit! I, and he's got a head like like a bulldog. I'm like, I want this fucking thing in the family. I want to recruit him. Yeah, kill rats for me. Mike doesn't believe in human trafficking, but <laughs> cat trafficking, feline trafficking, it's fine. Trafficking pussies, uh, but I don't want to let him out because it's I fucking freezing. Cats. It is pretty cold out. Dale, it's, it's cold. fucking freezing out. It's cold. You'll freeze. He won't go out in the cold, real cold, will he? Or he oh, for care. about a minute. Yeah, and they want in, and he's gonna yeah, mess up but the it, show. Like when he was young, like, when he was yeah. young, he would go out in the cold. Oh, until yeah. it was time until you guys. When we would do the show, he'd go out and. Mm-hmm. I could let him out there and then bring him back in. Yeah, my 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 kitten. Well, <laughs> my kitten. She's fucking almost thirteen. Yeah. Um, she uh, she's she don't go out as much now. Like I noticed, like walking downstairs, she has to walk each step now. Yeah, yep. that's um, how you know. Yeah, and like hips go side to side. Oh, yeah, she has bad hips and shit. Probably, but, you know, she's she's really, she's always been thin and lean, so I think that's why she she can still get around somewhat. But, yeah, Yeah. you know. Like, mom's always like, oh, something's wrong with her. Nothing's wrong with her. She won't do this. She won't. I'm like, yeah, I know, but she's old. I mean, like, if cat ears are like dog ears, then the bitch is about to be 90. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I think it's a little different with cats to dogs. It's everybody used to be like, oh, it's like seven years for every year, but it's that's actually for dogs. Like, yeah, I yeah, think but it's even, all, even that's not right because it's, it's like different breeds. the first couple of years is like seven years, but then as they get older, it's, it's less, less years. Yeah. Well, also a dog it, it breed variants. Yeah. So if you right. have a, a large dog, a Saint Bernard, if a ten year old Saint Bernard is like old as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, because like, like if they you, they live to be seven or eight years old, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like my my but grandma's a little, dog, a little dog can live to be fucking twenty, like a cat. Well, my grandma's dog, our grandma's dogs, Rocky, yeah, was like thirteen, yeah, and he's a German Shepherd, German Shepherd Timberline Wolf, right? Yeah. Um, so like, I remember like the doc, he had cancer, and the doctor was like, you know, like we couldn't even do treatment on this dog. This dog is like. The equi- they said that he's the equivalent of about a hundred and ten year old dog, oh. because of his the type of breed he was. Yeah, like you know. But then Peppy, her poodle, was fucking nineteen. Yeah, you know, really fucking old. But, but Peppy, she had well, Peppy died yeah. shortly after, and it was because of Rocky. I, I know it was. Oh yeah, because those two were inseparable for like Rocky's whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, she had Peppy for about six years, and then he uh, he died within a year after that. Yeah. I remember, but that that was but they said that was basically old age. You know, Pat. So I love, but you like, yeah, our cat, our cat Cecil was freaking uh, nineteen, twenty years old. The viewers have a really good. Yeah, they have 21? a really good. They have yeah, a really okay, good view. Okay, of, I thought so. I thought so because I we were. When did they get them? When, I was like two and a half. 
Okay, so he's about 20. Uh, he was 20 or 21, something yeah. like that. Either way, and he was yeah. huge. Yeah, but like, do you think that cat was 140 years old? I mean, I don't think by cat, I, that's what I mean. I don't think cats are like, I'm, I think that my, I think my cat is probably about the equivalent of a 70-year-old cranky old lady. Yeah, because you know my cat Chief is almost the same age. He's almost thirteen, mm-hmm. and he 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 he's. I think he's actually more spry now than he. She she's still spry. She just has. You could tell that she's getting older. Yeah, and like you said, probably the first few years they age quicker, and then they slow down. So maybe she's like fifty to say. Maybe she's like around between my my age and mom's age. So things are starting to get bad. Yeah, but she you know, she's thirteen. Yeah, you know it happens. She's fine. She's fine. Maud was different because Maud was like really heavy, you know. But then, then again, Maud Maud got a urinary infection, yeah, and developed a kidney problem. And cats, dogs will let you know when they're not feeling well. Cats don't; they go hide. Yeah, no, they're solitary. Their thing is like I'll go off to my on my own and die. And that's why that's what they told me. They were like, "How long? How long do you think it had been since she was probably feeling this way?" I said, "Well, my mom said." That it's been a couple, couple three days that she's been kind of hiding in the other room, not coming out, barely eating or anything. And she goes, yeah. She's like, see, that's the problem. The kidney damage was so bad by this point, there's nothing that you can do. Yeah. You know? But I sure as hell tried. Yeah, he did. $2,800. Well. <laughs> but... I that you know what though I used to always say like people would go up talk about like their animals or like family you do anything for them and I'm like yeah right when my cat's sick I'm putting my cat down yeah that didn't happen no I'm like what can you do can you fix her I can't get rid of my little schmoozy yet you know that's my bunny fur you can't do that you know I fucking raised them cats you know fuck I got Leona fit barely fit in my palm when I got her I'm like yeah I can't, I can't you can't do that yet and there was nothing you could do you know so I mean. She was gone. That was it, you know. And same day as Kobe Bryant. Yeah. yeah. Both had equal impact on the world. They did. Yeah. Yes. Fatso there, he's the most expensive free cat I ever had. Dale. Yeah. They need cement. Or Oh, yeah, yeah the cement. Yeah, cement eater. His AIDS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. yeah, the, the feline AIDS. I remember Frank because he... Is there medication... That they give you? No, he. They just. Well, it's, it's just a carrier, right? Supposedly sh- uh, shortens their lifespan, but like I've seen many people online that that their FIV cat lives longer than their other cats. So how long have you had Dale? Two thousand eleven. And was he a kitten? Yeah, he was a kitten. So he's he's he's. Where 20. did you get him? Uh, some some girl across the street found him eating bugs. Uh-huh. He's a little kitten, and she's like, oh. is this your cat? She went up to my ma. She's like, no, he's not my cat, and she just handed him my ma. But uh, Gooey hated him, so she uh, he didn't. She was worried that he would kill him, so he became my cat. Mm. But actually, they ended up living together. You guys had a cat that lived a little. Susie. Yeah, he lived about 20. Yeah, they thought it, They thought he was a boy. Thought he, thought he was a girl. Yeah, so, a boy. so he he ended so up. Uh, Susie. Yep. And he ended up uh, still around, man. Twelve years later, mm-hmm. still still going. Yeah, I don't, so know, I don't think it. I don't think it really affects him the same way it does people. No, you know, he just no. if he gets sick, his immune system shuts down. But he hasn't died yet. Well, you know, they secretly cured AIDS already. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 
the only people that are dying from it are the ones that they don't want around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems like it. It's it's the GED. Yes. Which yes. I can't remember. Global Eugenics. Global yeah. Global Eugenics and Humanization. Yes. Yeah. They're doing it with the AIDS. That's how they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, various things. There's so many things. No, I'm sorry. That was wrong. I mean, the no, that's not true. Us. The government loves us. Yeah. The government loves us. They're always looking out for us. Always you, looking out for us. Do you uh you guys ever see those Jumana billboards around town? Oh yeah. Jumana <laughs> Kerus, the lawyer. Can you not see him? <laughs> no, but like they're getting more aggressive though. Oh. Like oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys saw the one in it. You maybe you that Figer's it. wife or something? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. somebody said that was Figer's ex wife. I go, Really? I, I don't, don't I don't, I don't think, think so. Uh, she's married to another famous lawyer, but it's not Figer. It's not yeah. Figer. I, I, that's yeah. why I was like, I don't think I'll so, dude. Figer's been married to the same woman for like ever. That's right? a, yeah. Like yeah. they've didn't they adopt they have he's been, like they've got like seven adopted kids or Yeah, he's been married to her for like forty something years. I was gonna say. And he's had a girlfriend for twenty, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. That's a joke. That's true. Um but yeah, like Jemana, like people have been. I've seen pictures. Her billboards are like overseas. There's picture. There's billboards of her in like yeah. Lebanon and some other stuff. But um, so let's like say you're coming back from the West Side down six ninety six, Mike, going back to your work. Mm-hmm. There's one just before the Grossback exit, right above the yeah, weed yeah, store. Yeah, and it just says on it, it's her stupid dumb face, and it's really close, just on her eyes. She's looking all intense, and it says. Those responsible will pay. <laughs> That's exactly what it says, word for word. It's like Judge Dredd. For I'm like, what, what the fuck is this? Isn't she a defense attorney? I don't know, but she just—that's what she said on the on the end. She's gonna make the guilty pay. Those responsible will pay. Like, what the fuck, Jamal? Okay, so she's a personal injury lawyer, a no. bankruptcy lawyer, an immigration lawyer, and a criminal lawyer. So those who those oh, so maybe she's fighting for the injustice. Yeah, sure she is. I've but seen her, the pictures of her house and her law practice and stuff. She's doing it for the money. She's not doing her it. Have you ever seen her tater tots? They're giganto. We looking for some niggas who be sucking pussy lips. Yeah. Is that her husband? Or is that somebody that she made get plastic surgery to that look like looks her? looks like a Ken doll. <laughs> yeah. look, Probably, look, Mike. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's a, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. We need to, I gotta figure out who her husband together. is. I got. Oh, she's I, married. No, she's married to a doctor. Oh. Oh no, they've been divorced. I was gonna say. I. I. Somebody said that they were divorced, and somebody was telling me they were. Yeah, they used to be married to Figer, and now they're divorced. I go. Figer's been married to the same woman for like forty years. Oh, she is actually from Beirut. Oh uh, yeah, I knew she was. But that's why. So that's why the billboards there. Oh, is that where it was? Oh. One of them. No, this one's this one's on six ninety six. But I, somebody on Reddit has showed up. I mean, you can see she's got gigantic boobs. She does, and they're fake. I'm sure. Oh, uh, maybe. Sure. Now, look at the plastic surgery, man. Yeah. She's... You tell me she stopped the face. Yeah, she didn't stop at the. Face. She didn't stop at the face. There's no way. She didn't stop. She's she's going. She's got. She had plastic surgery on her feet. I'm betting. Yeah, she didn't. She's stop. like, what? What plastic surgeries do you have that no one else has done she's yet? She's probably married to a plastic surgeon. You know what? Maybe she's like married to Dr. Gregory Roach. Uh, here it says, and for those who are wondering, he is JK's ex-husband and the proud, loving father of their beloved daughters. Dr. Nicholas Shama. Yeah, that's but they've, they've is been an exceptional for a long time. doctor. 
They got divorced in 98, though. Hmm. She hasn't been married since. Hmm. Just playing the field. Using those lips to talk people out of their money as a lawyer and then also talk a dick. Does does, uh, does she talk with a foreign accent? I've never heard her talk. I want to hear I wonder why that's all we see is billboards because her, her speaking voice isn't great. But she's a lawyer. She's got to argue stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she, I mean, well, I just she might just go in looking like that. Oh, yeah. She does have some big hands. Giant. Wow. They're fucking huge. You know they're not real now. <laughs> you know they're not real now. The judge, the judge is all like, you have enormous cans. She's like, guilty as charged. <laughs> and then porn music. Cheese. Cheese and rice, those things are fucking gigantic. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was overly... <laughs> I thought it was overly aggressive for <laughs> I know, I've seen that one before. <laughs> Comparing her to the Muppet. <laughs> from uh, Electric Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Jumana. Mm-hmm. Jumana Kerus. She's Lebanese. She's, she's Michael, she's Lebanese, not Lithuanian. My uncle used to call lesbians. <laughs> Lebanese? <Yeah. laughs> Look at him jumping up there. He's like, Come on, let me out. Now, he wants, I opened the door, he wouldn't go. Too cold. Try to get him. Now he's all hyper. Too cold. Too cold. Man, I was trying to find some videos of her maybe, like, doing a commercial or something. But I I literally have never heard her talk. Yeah, I don't know any. I don't know if she has an accent. She's probably totally Americanized, but. She probably is, but. I don't know. Um, I just, I, I that's the first time I've ever seen it. It was just earlier oh. this week, and I was like, that is overly aggressive, Jumana. Let's see. Jumana. Oh, you got her talking? Here, send it to me, and then we'll hear her voice. Yeah, that, that, send it to Mike. I don't. I didn't know what to do. Oh, that sounds terrible. She does have the accent. I am Jumana Kerus. She sounds a uh, Eastern European, though. I am Jumana Kerus. I'm Jumana She's from the Christian section of Beirut. I will pleasure you. That's what she sounds very like. much way that you will like most. Oh, Jumana. Oh, I mean, what? Jomana. Uh, Jomama. Dale. Um, I don't know how this is going to affect Jeff, but I got to know. We're going we're gonna to have to ask him, but Kellogg's is splitting into two separate companies. Is it, uh, I was going to ask you if it was about Pop-Tarts. It's going to be the, ta- the, 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 the Pop-Tarts and then the food, the cereal. Well, actually, kind of close. It's The cereal is going to be its own thing. Breakfast cereal is one thing. That's okay. all it is. All the other snacks and different things. And uh, special stuff is another one. But the names are what's getting me. The, the first one, the cereal one makes sense. They're going to call it W.K. Kellogg's, which is the original. That's the original, yeah. yeah. But the new company will be called Kellanova. So Kellogg's, the first part, and Nova, meaning new and something stupid. It's a new Kellogg's. Yeah, but why? Why I don't not just have the same company? Nova means new. Yeah, I thought it meant like in sun Latin. or something in Latin. Because when yeah. they say sun, like supernova, is that super new? Because like sun, when a sun dies, it goes like uh, supernova. supernova. Yeah. So, no, they're not using a Latin version of it. So, they're so, using so, the uh, Greek version of it. So. Oh, so, okay. So briefly, <laughs> sure. Because I have a, I, I had a thought, and it was based on something Brian said. So yeah. When you're coming back east on six ninety six. Yeah. And it made me think of. Uh, I had to go out to Grand Rapids Wednesday. Oh. 
and on the way out to Grand Rapids, it's roughly to the where I'm going. It's uh, two and a half to three hours. Yeah, yeah. On the way out, you have the normal construction, which is horrible out there. Mm -hmm. It's down to two lanes, and it takes forever. But also, when you get, I got out of that construct. When you finally, I made it out the other end. My normal delay that you get with that. Between like it, Novi and twenty three, right? Yeah, Basically, yeah. But then they had it down to one lane at Wixom Road because oh. of painting. Oh, and then the next day they said, "Well, sorry for everybody, because next day we're going to be painting coming back east." So it was like out the one. But the day one I day went, was the way you're going until two p.m. Well, on the so I had a it took me a fucking like an hour delay to just get out of it, and I went to Grand Rapids. It took me four hours to get to Grand Rapids. Fucking a. And then on the way back home. I saw I saw the, the the fucking M dot sign and it says only left lane open. I'm like, what the fuck? You gotta be fucking kidding me! Because it was like it was two fifteen, and I'm like, well, I beat rush hour. What the fuck's going on? Because it was closed on the way out. What are they they doing it on the way back? Is that what's going on here? Mm. Well, what happened was a fucking semi a dual trailer uh, semi gravel hauler. His fucking second trailer snapped off. And fucking broke, and they had the cranes and shit in the roads. They had one fucking lane open, another hour delay. And when I got stuck in that one, <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's it. I quit. I'm not driving ever again. No. I'm not driving for a living. Fuck this shit. I hate my fucking, I hate this shit. I can't do it no more. I, cause you're just stuck. Yeah. I go, it's, so I, I, you're stuck. You know, uh, you know, hundred and fucking thirty five hundred forty mile trip out and back, and then you're stuck on top of it both ways. Fuck this shit! I'm never doing it again. But I calmed down when I got through it. You know, after an hour <laughs> from two fifty, it took me from I uh, the Milford Road exit. Yeah, to get from Milford Road to the other side of Wixom Road from it was literally two fifteen to three fifteen a whole hour. Fucking oh, amen. And then that's after an hour delay in the morning. I was like, fuck this shit. I, I came back and, like, uh, I told my boss, I was like, dude, I had a bad, bad day just sitting on the, I, this is horrible. I hate everything. He's like, go in the go in the break room, sit down for a minute. Yeah. I was like, I was <laughs> so, we I was got just, another call for And you. that's a bad thing because, really, 96, they haven't really even started the construction for the year. No, it's not even the true thing. Now, yeah. they have, they do have the, they do have the cement columns in. Oh, do they? But what I don't get is they worked on it for like last year. I'm like, what are you guys doing? They're building. You, the- you, you did it before. What are you doing now? What'd you do? Just a setup? Yeah, basically. This year well, they're finishing like, it. They opened up that part of 75 before you get to 696. Yeah. Coming south. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it was all open. I didn't know they weren't done with it. No, no, now it's year. all ripped the fuck right out. Oh, yeah. 75 is not done until the end of next year. Yeah, but like, it's like the they, movie falling why did down, they, it's just a budget thing. Why They're not really they doing it, work. Why did they open it up like that for like for like three months? They had it just open. It's like why didn't you just start ripping that shit well, out? Yeah. Well, they're know? not going to work in the winter though. Why it didn't winter? That's true. It didn't winter. Yeah, it did. It didn't winter till like this week. This week. Yeah. <laughs> but they had their, they, they had wintered their... once around Christmas. That's true. That's it. Yeah. Well, it just. It's just so absurd. It is, and the, and the the worst part is when you get through a construction zone, and you're delayed forever, and then you get through it, and they have a fucking 
temp like a temp construction crew like doing patching i'm like mm-hmm. dude are you serious yeah i want to fucking kill every one of you well and that's the thing it's like like all winter like why wouldn't you like all right you could have easily went okay guys uh do you want to go on on un- crappy unemployment for the winter or you know because yeah. i mean look all these jobs have been budgeted out all these companies got their budgets mm-hmm. so you know, I, I don't know, man. That just makes no sense. Well, well the, the the thing is, all right, I want to try. I won't get political. Yeah, so I know. just over the, I know the, 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 the put it this way: there's there's some jobs that are specked out for uh, three years, but when they incentivized it mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, the quicker you get it done, the more money you get back," and a fucking a three-year job took four months. Yep. A three-year job took four months when they were incentivized. Like, you're all getting bonuses. Yeah. You're all getting 80 grand if we yeah. get it done quick as we... And it took four fucking months. Yep. They intentionally take a long time because they yeah. make more money. Yeah, absolutely. Taking long time because they get paid hourly like I do. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with me. I'm an hourly guy. I have no incentive to hustle. Well, really. Like, I mean, look at... But um, I you know, like... I mean, look at, like, the, I mean, they, they put underground piping and everything in Gratiot, but they did three miles of, they did a mile and a half and a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. But they, it was six months of work both times. Yeah. You know, so it, it, they did, that was, it was an extensive job, but you know, that first, the first mile and a half they did, it fucking rained so much that summer. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. that they had to keep stopping. Yeah. Because, like, it was just filling up all their fucking, like, it was pouring rain and filling up all their holes. And they're like, we got it. And, and, like, people were like, I don't believe that. I'm like, well, I lived right by it, and I watched all the goddamn pumps they had out there yeah. pumping the water out. It was insane. They had to miss whole days of work yep. to pump water out. And yeah, they still had it done before, because the schedule was basically the end of November. They and they done. still had it done. Yeah. By Thanksgiving, that shit was boom. Yep. Yeah. When, when they, I, you just notice, like, some jobs, like, man, you guys really burned through this. Yeah. It's, but why is it? The, what drives me nuts, look, I don't care how long it takes you to do a job, whatever, feed your family. It's not my business. But when I see fucking just cones. Yeah. Just cones. Not cement columns. Not a road ripped up. Not a guy out there. Just cones. For weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're not even, there's just cones. Nope. Get the fucking cones out of the way until you're actually working. Move the cones. Yeah. When they until were, you're ready to fucking work. That, uh, when they, uh, d- crash it in Hall Road by the Walmart there. Oh, yeah. We it. always go to that Walmart, Neil and I. Well, yeah. in that area, they had it all tore up. So Neil's like, well, fuck it. We'll take the freeway. Three weekends in a row. Three weekends in a row. From Hall Road to just past Metro Parkway, it would it started one lane, two lanes, two, and it would be down to one lane by the time you got to Gibraltar. Mm-hmm. Nobody, no fucking no body out there. Nope. And then he happened. He was off or I'm, something. I'm getting road rage right now. He was off during the week. The one week he was off one day, and he took his mom somewhere, and he drove down the freeway, and he's like, "Man, none of those fucking cones are there during the week." I'm like, oh, that's oh, it was weird. only weekend work, yeah. yeah. But there was nobody working. Of course, it was two in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know they're redoing they're they're doing the last segment of Mound. They started yeah. on Mound last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did stuff, mm-hmm. but 
and I don't drive it because fuck it, I'm not going on my own. No, Anyways, no, I don't no, need to. No. But um, they're do, but they're doing it. In, it the first wave this year is two miles, and the second wave is the other two miles. So it's basically just six ninety six up to fifteen mile. Mm-hmm. But they're doing the fifteen mile, the thirteen mile first, and only putting cones up there where they're working for that two miles, which is still too much. Two miles is still you're not working on two miles at a time. You're working on two hundred feet at a time. Well, it typically well, yeah. actually, I was on mound today. We oh. got off at six nine off yeah. six ninety six at mound mm-hmm. because the GPS. We were going to Royal Oak. The GPS said that it was avoiding a backup at seventy five. Oh, we got off at mound. I'm like, what about this? It's it's uh it's all chopped up. It's like partial lanes. Yeah, it's all fucking tore up. It is tore up. There's That's true. No, everywhere, but it is a, two lanes. The other one, when, when you get up to the other section, it, when you get up past thirteen mile, it's only one lane. Yeah, as soon as we got past thirteen mile, we were turning at thirteen mile, and we saw it. Yeah, but that's yeah. how they're doing. But at least they're doing it that way. They're not doing a ten mile stretch to work on a quarter mile like they do yeah. with every other freeway. But yeah, God, that's taking forever too. I'm curious, like, because you know the the whole ninety four from basically from where you come out of Dearborn into Detroit all the way up to Port Huron. That's a twenty-year job that started in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. and it's, it's going to be till twenty. Yeah, they're going to be opening all that up, and yeah. And then what's going to happen when they're done? They're going to start back where they yeah. fucking went because it's a scam. Well, you know, you know what they it, need to in do. In that also? sense, the twenty-year deal though, that's all like new bridges. It is new everything. It's completely a brand new restructure of ninety four. Yeah, well, and that's why and Gratiot. I mean, like you said, they they laid new underground piping and stuff. Yeah. But they didn't do it extensively. Like mound is like Yeah, that's huge. The entire infrastructure. It's all the the sewer, all the uh fiber optics, everything. Yeah. They're redoing everything down that thing. It's like two hundred and seventy five million dollars. All because the defense contractors wanted it. Yeah, leading up to the tank plant. Yeah. It's all well, for the defense contractors. They're the ones that demanded well, no, leading all the way up to all the way to general dynamics and everything. Uh I I'll let you know a little something. The government because I work for <laughs> the military yeah. the industrial military, the military complex. complex the military industrial complex runs the country world no <laughs> yeah because even like further there, up by I, I can do no like right now all i have to do is put my resume out every place is so fucking slammed right now they're asking us to work as many hours as we want he's already working 55 and he wanted to work more they're like you can work 12, oh, you're up to 55 so? yeah they're like you can work 12 hours say you can work you can work a full day tomorrow, Saturday. You know, just Sunday is the only day they're not working. But they, yeah, every place. It's the Lord's Day. Like I could, <laughs> I could, if I put my resume, if I updated my resume, put it back on the top of all the job, all, all the website pages, all the job pages. Yeah, yeah, I could probably just, I could probably throw out some sick, stupid number and get it. I could probably throw forty dollars an hour out there and get it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, seriously. Well, during during COVID. Like uh, the when I I the basically they laid they laid everybody off. Like, hey, we got we can't really go anywhere or do anything. Let's just stay home. I'm like, all right, cool. And then a couple guys come back. And I said, hey, I want to use my seniority because uh, just call me back when I let me be the last guy to come back. Right, right. And they were cool with it because I've been there forever. And they're I think they were afraid like I wasn't gonna come back <laughs> like because i was yeah. i was digging like not working or whatever there's, yeah, there's but, uh, but, uh, but they were like all right we want you to come back and uh here's here's what we're gonna pay you i was like what the fuck yep 
And I'm still, I yeah. like, I got a raise, like, I'm not going to say what it is, but I get paid what a fucking, what a, what a semi driver gets paid. Yeah. yeah. That's what I get paid now. Yeah. I was like, it's, so I have no issues with my pay. No. And when you, if you're like willing, if you're willing to work and do like jobs like you do, Al, or me, mm-hmm. or Brian, medical, I mean, if you're willing to go do it, they'll pay you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That, like, uh, I never thought that I would make what I'm making now. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was I, like, I, I, like, <laughs> like, and then, then they kept giving me, it was like, don't leave. I'm like, I'm not going to leave. No, it's because like, they, can't, gonna they can't, they can't. Because they can't keep anybody else. So anybody who stays is valuable, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I'm not even some big go-getter. Like, yeah, I'm the greatest driver oh, you have. in consistent. The, but I, I show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I show and up, you know all the routes, and, and you I do, do what, the job. And I, and, I do, and I do what they tell me to do, and yeah. I just do it. Yeah. And by that, they're like, oh, you're Mike, so... They're like, we got bought out by a corp... You know, get, yep. I'm corporate now, and we got bought out. and They're bringing people in. There's And, like, there's, like, these hot... HR chicks that are like never were in my life before, and like Mike, he's so great. This I'm like, no, I'm not. Oh, let him. Th- yeah, well, yeah let him. you don't ever want him to think you're not. I'm thinking that because my head. I'm like, what the fuck? Is as you soon as about? They, as soon as something gets slow, and they're like, well, who are we going to cut? Well, this guy isn't he pretty useless over here? He well, makes uh, the most money. Well, the, well, the <laughs> thing is, the the thing is, I I make good money, but there's other, you know, if my bosses are going to be who my bosses are, and the people that are they know who's yeah who does output and who don't right yeah. so right i would say the worst that could happen is like well you do you want to take a little pay cut maybe that would happen yeah but, but like, they're not gonna they're gonna there's other people that are gonna be gone before you, me you just always you know you always gotta worry when something when a big crash happens they'll be like well he's just a truck driver oh yeah that 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 yeah, yeah if there's like a major like calamity yeah. i'm gone yeah because i'm making but more then than, again you might not be because they might yeah. go look you know what now, wait, he's way too valuable for, he knows everything in here too. So, you know, we can utilize him. You know? Yeah. There's you know, like nobody, no, That's, but no, no single person is irreplaceable. No, we can, that, we can all they, be, we can all be getting rid of. That's exactly right why I learned multiple areas, uh, multiple types of machinery, multiple jobs in my shop. That's why I did it well, because then they could say, Oh, we can't. Well, we can't let this guy go because he can run the quality department. And he can fucking do this job. He can do this job and this job. You yeah, know. Yeah, dude. Dude, you know, like during the pandemic, the guys that were driving uh, like gravel haulers and shit like that, because they were just so worried. People, people were quitting and like mm-hmm. panicking. And yeah. they were those guys were making like eighty dollars an yeah. hour. Well, and then like on top Eight, of it, like. like the government was given so much PPP money to so many bigger companies to keep their people happy. Yeah. You know, because if not, you know, you shut down a country. Yeah, exactly. And and I had, you know, the greener pastors thing. I'm staying with my company. Well, they were a small company when I was yeah. loyal to them. This new set, who knows? But, but there was, there was some serious money thrown my way. Mm-hmm. Come do this. Come yeah. do that. You know, yeah. this and, and, uh, but I know that that's not going to be a thing when this no. all stables out. Right. This is all going to stabilize. Yeah. And uh, you know, you know, I know things cost a lot. Thing, you know, all that, but it's going to stabilize eventually. Yeah. And I and, and you're not and it, someone that has my skill level making what they were 
offering these different places, there's no way. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, they're not. They're going to get rid of you. Well, like you know, you're, you're, what I noticed though was a lot of guys that I knew that were getting big money during that time. They were getting it. They were getting like a sizable raise, and then they were getting COVID money. Yeah, the COVID money was, and they were so they already knew, but they still got huge raises that they negotiated themselves into as well. You know, and then they were getting COVID money, which was I, you know fucking double like basically getting double time i never the funny thing is i never asked for more money no they just gave it to me yeah like hey, if, if if you come back we're gonna give you because they thought like i wasn't gonna come back i yeah. was like i'll come back just i don't i want to be the last guy you call back right because at the time it happened i believed the hype i'm like okay everyone's gonna die and i want to be with my parents plus and, you were pretty pretty convinced later on that you had covid yeah before anybody else had. yeah I was, I was sick i was like yeah i'm not coming to that i don't want to die and yeah. i don't want my family to die and i want to be with them and but when i realized that okay it's 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 pretty it's pretty chill everything's okay honestly i was foolish at the last place i was at when that shit happened i should have said i don't want to work because there's nothing they could have did to me and i could have sat and collected unemployment and all I had to do was to stay on it until they basically, till all that shit was done with. All I had to do was go. My parents are diabetic. And my mom's had my mom's got lung issues. And my, you know, because she's had the bronchitis yeah, and pneumonia, numerous problems. Yeah. And my dad's diabetic, and he has a lot of health problems. And uh, it really, and honestly, all I really, if I would have went to the hospital at that point, they would have known. That I had cancer. You had the cancer, yeah. And I would have never had to go back. I'd have been off the whole fucking year fucking yeah. paid. You know? Getting yeah. that extra fucking whatever it was. I don't know. What are they, were they giving 600 bucks a week extra? It was 600, yeah. Fuck, I, I got a fucking... It was 900 bucks. Yeah, I could have fucking... Nine a week. I could have fucking lived like a fucking king. Yep. Yeah. And um, and, uh, the funny thing was, because uh, so many people were committing fraud and they couldn't... I never got a dime of my unemployment because I was off work for three months. I never got a dime until I was already back yeah. making more money than I've ever made in my life. Yeah. And I had tons, I had savings because yeah, I, I don't have kids and, and they brought me back. So I had savings. So I, I wasn't out of money. I remember then, when you got it because you were like, Hey, I'm going to give you the money for the roadcaster. Cause you're like, I just got the fucking unemployment money. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Yeah. So, all that money came. It was one lump sum, and yeah, then it was like, I was like, for a, yeah. I was like, I hit the fucking like a not the lottery, but the lotto. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, I was good to go. I was like, okay. Yeah. But I, but the uh, the thing is, though, I, 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 like, I try to tell people that come work for us is like, I was like, this is a good place to work because you don't have to uh, work weekends, mm-hmm. and it, you can make a decent living. This and you know. You don't have to work seven days a week, but like how you're describing, you know, they're like trying to like get you to come in and yeah, like they didn't, they don't make it manage. This place is way cooler about than most places. Like like over my la- my the last place I was at, there, well, not the one that I was at with Frank, but the last place I worked at for uh, four years, they're like, in the whole time I worked there, they would those day guys would work Saturdays, but they'd work like four or five hours. They're working full days now, you know. And I'm like, I wouldn't do that because the boss, the owner, cut their hours by an hour during the week, and now they're expected to be there all day on a Saturday. So they're working like six, like nine-hour day. I'd be like, fuck you. If 
you ain't giving me my extra hour during the week, I'm not coming in on Saturday. No. And there ain't nothing they can fucking do because if they try to fire somebody, that's against the law because you are overworking a person. There are labor laws that state these things. They can't force you to work six days a week. They can't force you to work seven days a week. Nope. No, they can't. And people th- and people act like, oh, yes, they can. No, they cannot. And then companies try to go, oh, yes, we can. I go, bullshit. Make it mandatory. Then I dare you to fucking fire me. I dare you. Because I will. I'll fi- Dude, all you do is you file so many frivolous lawsuits on top of it. Like, you just find all the things wrong with your company. Well, I, I, I told people the most I'll do. I'll give you I'll give you Monday through Friday and I'll give you tens. Yeah. That's what I'll give you. If you try to ask me from that, hey, my house payment I live in a white trash neighborhood mm-hmm. in a small house. I don't need you. Well you can flip burgers for sixteen bucks an hour now. Yeah. So I don't care. Go ahead. Yeah. Because what they because you know, I've had not the guys I have it now, but I've had people uh bosses I work for like well, we need. We might need you to be coming in on Saturdays. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Well, I'm not doing it. And they're like, know, what, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm not doing it. On top of it, like, you've owned this house for over 20 years. It yeah. can't be like you own, owe a fucking fuck ton of money left on it, you know? I could probably pay it off yeah. if I wanted to. Right. And so... so, so It ain't so, that big of a deal. So when they start doing the, we're going to need you to do this and this, I'm like, look, no. Yeah. No. I'm not killing myself for a living. Look, here's the thing. I'm... All, uh, one thing my uncle taught me, my uncle uh, Carrie, he said, all the money in the world's useless if you don't have any time to spend it. Right. So you could be making millions and billions of dollars. Yeah. yeah. But if you're not, like, with people you care about and you're never enjoying anything ever. Yeah. Now, some people enjoy And if you're a fucking workaholic, like, not so, like Bill Gates or Elon Musk, Elon. That, that they're happy doing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. great. That's for them. That's what they need to be doing. That's what gives them fulfillment. Yeah. Me, I like to be around my family, my mom, my dad, and just and well, like my sisters and I, and doing the have time and to do this shit. Yeah. That's what I enjoy. Yep. I would not do a fucking a sixty seventy hour a week job. Nope. I'd uh, quit. Um, yeah. I, the minute you tell me to do that, I quit. I'm done with that shit. Now I, I don't. Now if I had kids, different story. But I don't have kids. So I'm not doing it. I still wouldn't because yeah. I know that like it like with the money I make, it's like I can if I can't raise my kids on it, then uh, I don't I don't deserve to be fucking raising kids. Well, well it, it's this a, I mean like seriously, I make good money right now. My kids don't need every fucking thing in the world. If I yeah. have kids, then 55 yeah. hours. I only I work 12 hour days, Monday through Thursday, and I work seven on fucking. I'm done at noon on Friday. I don't go back till Monday morning. It's good though. I start at five in the morning. I yeah. like being up early. Surprisingly, <laughs> I, I, prefer, I, I prefer the earlier start. I like the earlier start. Well, so it's like you know, well, the I, funny thing about me is like I, I'm finding my sleeping's getting pretty good. Yeah. I used to be like a not like I kind of I would. I mean, I was I was always tired, but I didn't sleep deeply. Now, like I'm like I'm like tired at nine o'clock, like. Fucking, I'll go to bed and fucking sleep from. Well, nine I'm to totally five tired now. at nine o'clock because like three forty five is when I get up. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, get up, I get up at four forty five. Yeah, so I'm definitely nine o'clock. Well, I don't shit. Yeah. I get home and eat, and then it's like seven o'clock. I'm going. Got step, 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 step a little step. longer. Now I understand he's a, a 
people don't like him and d- different things, but it's just something he said that resonated. Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he, whatever, he ain't the greatest guy in the world. But I don't know it, much about but, him. But, so. but, but, but what he he said was like, he said it, uh, he was talking about two different guys. He goes, he goes like, he's like, a, he goes, I talked to a Mexican guy and I talked to an American guy. He's like the Mexican guy, the American guy is like, hey, dude, okay, I want to hang out with my family and just uh, sit around and uh, drink margaritas with the the boat. But what I'll, what I'll do to achieve that is I'll work seven days a week, twelve hours a day, and they wait, and I'll put it on the back end. You work seven days a week, fucking work yourself to death. And then, uh, then I'll be able to get the boat and the fishing and the family and the mm-hmm. margaritas. The Mexican guy's like, well, I'll just do that now. I'll just have a really small, shitty house. Yeah. But I'll do it right now while yeah. I'm young and healthy. Yeah. You know, it's like, the, it's the, he, he, it's like yeah, that kind of makes sense. It's like, okay, yeah, you can kill yourself. And there, there's no guarantees in life. Al, we, you've had cancer. You, you beat it. Mm-hmm. But we have people that they're dead. And yeah. So if you if you try to do the... I'll save money and do everything perfectly right, and then I'll say, and then I'll, then on the back end, uh, you know, then I can hang out with my family and really enjoy life. You're not guaranteed a back end, dude. No, no. you are uh, not the, guaranteed a back the, end. Those people that bust their ass and all of a sudden are like, oh, "I'm 65. It's time to retire, and I'm going to do everything now." It's like you're fucking 65. Well, what the I, fuck are you going to do? I, your kids are out of the house and grown and have their own families. I, I have seriously considered because of my family genetics and. Different, you know, you know, people in our family. Mm-hmm. Uh, our uncle uh, Don, mm-hmm. they were gone. Yeah, a lot of people. My sister's gone. Yep, a lot of people know they didn't make it to old age. Right. So I've considered, I've considered strongly, like you know what, dude, I'm gonna fucking just take the money I have saved and take a full year off work and do whatever the fuck I want to do, because I might, pr- I'm gonna fucking live to retirement anyway. Yep. Yeah. I just take a year and go see what I want to see. Do what I want to do for a full year. Just do what I want. I can because I, I have a CDL. I can always go back to driving. Yeah, right. you right. know what I mean. Because right. there's no guarantee you're gonna make it. That's true. You know, like, it's like what's totally your, true. And what good is fucking retirement if you're fucking old and you can't walk? That's that's you know, I, like it doesn't do anything. Honestly, like I'm I'm working at a few goals right now. Yeah, to get like, my license back and. After I get the license back and I'm back to driving, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I don't know that I'm going to do this anymore. Yeah, because... I mean... Like, like seriously, like, think about how much shit, like, you you don't do because, oh, I'll be too tired because i got to work in the yeah, morning. Yeah. Do that, or, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, well, if you had a full year while we're right here, like, as we're sitting here, we're relatively healthy. I mean, I, mean, I got issues. Mm. We all have maybe a little health issues. But like right now, if you just had a year, just do what the fuck you want. Yeah. Then you can go back to work because you can. Uh, I can always go back. Yeah, to you can I always do. go back. Yeah. Because, I mean, what are the chances that like with the way this country's run by whoever, mm-hmm. either party, that you're going to have a great retirement? Anyway, none. There's no oh, chance. Oh no. There's no chance. No. No. So you're I've not, already. You're, I've already. I've already come to the realization. Do four hundred one k's are a joke. There's no fucking real retirements anymore. I'm not retiring. I'll probably be working less in the next in 15 years. I at 65, I'll probably just be working. I'll, I might still be in a shop, but I won't be. I'll be like working like 30 hours a week. 
I'll have like I'll be like give me a, give me benefits, give me my benefits, and give me like a some type of like you know two thirds of what I'm used to making salary, and I'm just gonna show up thirty hours sometime during the week and do work for you guys. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, but the, if you think about it, you're like you're when you're. Now it's one thing in your twenties and thirties where you have a ton of vitality and you can just make the money. Mm-hmm. I get it, but let's say like forties, fifties. That's let's be fucking real. Yeah, there's people in their sixties and seventies that are like have a great life and may God willing, maybe we will. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, forties or fifties, if you're still around and, and healthy, it's probably a time you should do a lot of the things you yeah. need to do. Yeah, yep. you know what I mean. Because yeah, yeah, twenties, thirties, I get it. That's there's not a lot of drop dropping dead at twenties or thirties, but you get forties and fifties. That's when the those of us that maybe don't have the best genetics, you don't know. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you don't know that you're going to make it to seventy like a lot of people do. Yeah, most people, the average lifespan seventy two, seventy six. But some people, some some of us have shit genetics. For you know, oh wait, I got cancer or well, my fucking. Blood pressure, I can't control it. I'm going to stroke out. You don't know. I no. used to think I used to think that because, you know, all my grandparents were, you know, gone by 66. Yeah. Uh, and I, I used to think that. And then my dad would tell me, like, oh, no, this great, his grandfather lived, you know, and his great-grandfather lived. And I'm like, okay. But when I got sick and I had all those genetic tests done and all this shit to find out where this started from or if it was something, a mutation. And they were like, you know, and then on top of it, all the fucking body scans, and they're like, you have perfect kidneys, perfect liver, perfect lungs, all these. I'm like, okay, all right, so I got, like, I got great genetics. I'm convinced of it. And... It was something my uncle Danny said when I when I got out of the hospital. I talked to him on the phone. I didn't I didn't really talk to him that much, but my dad put me on the phone with him, and I was telling him everything. And he goes, he goes, yeah, you got those good genes. And I'm like, oh really? And he's like, yeah. He goes, we got good genes in our family, man. He goes, don't let anybody tell you any different. And my uncle Danny has had a lot of different health problems, yeah. but they were all things that he did to himself, and he's always overcome them. It's true. Yeah. Well, Danny. Danny was fucking bigger than me and Brian. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, much bigger. And he's still around. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's had guy. like all these different health problems. He's had like fuck. They've replaced fucking yeah. But he was always an athlete. Mm-hmm. Even when he was a big guy, he was a fucking good athlete. You know, uh, for this, his size, he he was pretty quick too. Yeah. But like, but he he abused his body to death. He did. And like, he's still going. Yeah, and this motherfucker's about to be seventy no, years I re- old. No, I remember like, dude, he would fucking he would go, he would go to like shooters and fucking drink and. Oh yeah, oh, dude, yeah. I watched that guy eat two pounds of bacon every morning and salt it. <laughs> yeah, and he's fucking. He had a stroke what, what, at forty. Yeah, he, <laughs> did he really? He had a mini stroke at forty, and then then he had the nerve to tell my grandmother, "Well, the doctor said I had to just cut down my bacon in half, and I can drink a six pack every day." <laughs> She goes, who the hell you think I am? You think I'm dumb, boy? Yep. Yeah. He. So, oh, only one packet of bacon yeah. and a six-pack of beer every day. Yeah. Fucking even I don't eat bacon that often. Oh, bacon's, bacon's great, but I don't eat it that often because I know it'll kill you. Eh. Eh. Well, I guess if you ate that and not the other shit I eat. Eh. <laughs> the other shit. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know, man. Yeah. Bacon's, a, you know. I mean, cured smoked meats are not like super great for you, but they're nitrates. Not, you know, but yeah. But, like, if you bought your own bacon and, like, cured it and smoked it yourself. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Eat hot dogs every day and oh, sausage. Oh, dude. Oof. No. <laughs> sausage, okay, maybe. But the winding dogs, your stomachs yeah. is going to slowly fucking <laughs> mutate. Yeah. It's just not good. The key to everything is eating a Jamaican beef patty every morning. <sighs> dude, <laughs> I love those things, but. Corned beef hash. But daily. that fucking, that meat slurry. Yeah. I don't know the, what it is. All right, it's a pastry with this spicy beef in it. It's a Jamaican beef pie. Yeah, it's like and, a pasty, basically, like a like a and they're you know, fancy you, hot pocket. You, you, you throw them in the microwave, you know. And whatever. I throw my I put mine in the microwave, then put them in the air fryer. The meat slurry <laughs> inside of it, yeah, is exactly what comes out your ass when you're done eating it. You know, yeah, or at least mine that's missing. Two and a half feet of coal, and it just seems like it just goes yeah. right through and comes out and looks the same exact. I had way. one at midnight last night. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Dad does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like every but day. But it's the too soggy if you microwave it because it's it's like it's almost like a hot pocket because you know the hot pocket has that crisping sleeve that doesn't fucking work. Yeah. It's the same thing. You tear the corner off the bag and it's lined, so it's supposed to be a crisping thing. Have you ever just thrown a hot pocket on a fucking paper plate just see what the difference is? No. There's like probably none. Probably none. What? Oh, you I, mean it instead of the sleeve? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's a difference? Oh, yes. I don't. I put it on, I didn't put it on a paper plate. I put it on a regular plate. So maybe it created condensation. But yeah, uh, it was a. It has was anyone, have you guys done a hot soggier. pocket in a fucking air fryer? I know. Have, I have. Sure. It's pretty good. I haven't bought hot pockets in a few years. Or a hot pocket or in a deep fryer. Mm. Oh. That'd probably be great. Yeah. I, I, I just say what you want about a hot pocket, but a hot pocket deep fried and fucking Dude, I love hot pockets. Back when we still had them in years. Back but. when we still had the air or the uh, deep fryer, because we had like no joke, our, ours was a deep fryer and sat on the counter, and it had two different trays, like the baskets. I had a double basket uh, deep fryer on my counter. Nice. And that's how we always make we'd make our fries and stuff. I'm like, this probably isn't healthy, but I made fucking pizza rolls and those things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they were delicious. That's, I was watching one of those six hundred pound things with my, with my wife, my my mom. I'm sorry, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. Did you man? But I was watching, it and that woman was deep frying at at the edge of her bed. What? It was, the deep fryer wasn't on her bed, but she's sitting at the edge of her bed, totally fucking like chicken frying chicken. Perfectly normal. This is not this is not normal behavior. Not Perfect, the edge of your bed. Perfectly no. normal. You know, well, uh, why would she go and get in the kitchen and do it, and and be uncomfortable? Why even get out of bed? Well, if you're so fat you can't move, I guess that's what you got to do. But I, I read that Tammy had a gastric bypass. Yeah, oh, she finally, uh, she finally qualified. Yeah, she finally qualified. Remember how she was like in the the home and they were taking care of her and they had on oxygen yeah. and everything. That's because of that. She had started losing the weight so she could get. To the surgery. I think they want her to get her under 500, and they would do it. I think she, she must got have got under 500. What I finally. read, it sounds like she finally got to it. But Maybe a bad idea for her because she like she, like well, yeah. She, yeah you just, ever deep fried meatballs? No, it's probably yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, just so you know. What? Yeah, like you're not you're not making the ha- handmade meatballs. You're buying the bag from the store. No, there was there was a place that oh, I man, went. So good. There was a place that I went that did. Um, they baked them. Yeah. They par baked them. Then they would drop them in in the for like two minutes, in the delicious. in the fucking 
Well, yeah, because they had like cheese mixed in them. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they yeah. would they would par bake them so the crust would build around it, and then they would drop them in so the cheese wouldn't ooze right right back out. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. Do they still have the Oscar Mayer wieners that got the cheese in them? Yeah, I haven't had those in probably yeah. thirty years. Yeah, those are the hot why? dogs or the Smokies with the cheese. You know, like the little breakfast the hot, actual hot dogs that you would like. I'm sure boil. they do. Yeah, they're horrible. That's like not even real cheese. I get the Johnson. I'll get the That's, Johnsonville smoked yeah, sausages I, with the cheese in it. I had it's them back in the day. Though. I don't even. I don't even remember if I liked them. They're, I just remember having. Oh, them. they're they're so bad. No, they're so bad. I only. Uh, I don't really buy hot dogs too often. But when I do, they're all beef hot dogs from Costco, and that's it. Does Meyer still have the crabs? I don't remember. I don't think they do. They used to have crabs just sitting there. No, uh, they might. You could fucking. You know, oh, in the sea, in the the seafood area, they had like an area there. They have a, they have their fucking uh, the fresh area. They have their claws crimped off or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't know if they do. Um, I haven't my seen that in a long is, time. There are many animal cruelty. Laws, my guess maybe. is they don't because they would be worried about Edward Furlong coming in and dumping them all out. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, like that's what he kept doing. Yeah, I forgot about that. He'd go to places and dump fucking. They need to be free, and he'd push lobsters <laughs> out of fucking. He got arrested for it like twice or something yep. like that. Yep. Yeah. Also, I know you got you're not you guys aren't big seafood fans, but I am. Oh yeah, you are. But fucking fucking lobster claws and shit. Fuck that shit. It's so horrible. The claws are? <sighs> All of it. Like eating them? It's bad. I hate it. Oh, I like lobster tails. When when we went to Kentucky and they had the uh they had that broil. Yeah. Everything else besides the uh <laughs> I liked everything but the crawfish. <laughs> Same thing. I thought oh, they're like, here's crawfish, man. Yeah, I, like, ate, I ate two, and I sucked them down, and I just, well, I, I forced yeah, it in. Because the way, like, I like crawfish, I like the crawfish tails. They're just like shrimp. But, yeah, the way they, like, crush them and suck the. Yeah, I did I did the yeah. crush suck. Yeah. yeah. And I was not a fan. I'm nope. not a fan of that either. Nope. But I'll I've tell you, them. everything else about that, that broil was yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. The sausage and everything, and I was just fucking. But I had, I had just two. And I, I forced it in. Oh, I was same, same in my life, too. I, I was like the that, brand new porn I was chick when I forced a, the load in. But, oh, yeah, I love it. It's so great. <laughs> I was having a hard time eating a lot, period, at that time. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Why? <laughs> it was noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why but, were you binging like my, me? My, my favorite part about the whole crawfish boil was it was the one thing your mom asked you not to do was have, like, community meals and stuff like yeah. that. See, because you were still worried about... Cause, uh, Co- the, it was COVID, yeah. Yeah, the, the Delta variant was out. Yeah. And people, it just, yeah. just don't do it. I'm sitting here. Mm. Yeah, we're all touching the same food. Mm-hmm. Eating all just off a table. <laughs> Come here. Mm. Not even, a, not, not, like, not even off plates. Just off a Dude, table. Well, it was like a hundred and something dollars worth of fucking shit. Oh, that, my gosh. That, uh, it, was so, it was so good, yeah. though. It was, it was... But, you know what? Those sauces, it was phenomenal. Oh, just, yeah. just it, it was the other yeah, was, like I mean, like I didn't want to miss sauces. Out, so everybody's sharing, some, but, everybody's yeah. sharing yeah, the dips. We're all just dipping our fingers in the sauce and everything. That was the first time I did it. I was like, "This isn't good, is it?" I don't know. <laughs> it was. It, <laughs> none of us got sick, but it's like, it's like just here's a trough. Everybody, put your hands in. Let's right. eat. Right. Right. Beautiful. Mm, COVID. It was beautiful. Well, I, I yeah, it was, it's funny because. After I went to the, uh, <laughs> that's what she said. After I went to the, what you call it? To the, Literally, a dim happened as I walked over. Perfect. After we did the, uh, we went to that improv thing at Gilda's Club tonight. Yeah. Then we went and got uh, shakes at Wally's. Oh yeah. And I got a peanut butter shake. Oh. I was talking, but she goes, "Oh, just peanut butter." I go, "Yeah." 
I go, oh, the first time I had one was in Kentucky when I went there like a year and a half ago. It's delicious. And it was delicious. It was. It was uh, very delicious. It was good. It was eat down to Shit. that or the chalet shake. Yeah, that time of year. Yeah, I didn't want a mint shake. Because I wanted a large shake, and I just feel like a mint shake, I would only want like a medium. So I had the mintiest ice cream ever. And it's Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> it was called Minter Wonderland. Mm. And it's like mint with mint and mint. I love mint. I love mint. But I'm not joking. How this is so minty. It wasn't even like you know, you get it like where it's like the the green color, but you also get like the brown minty stuff. Yeah, yeah. This was jet black, this oh. ice cream. It was so minty and it was so good, but it was so strong. It's time for us to go, isn't it? It is. My my mom sent me a text message. She's like, "This is from a while, an hour ago." She's like, "You should have added that Matthew is a sweet, loving, and kind boy, not manipulative." <laughs> like, uh, he is. Well, she's not getting what I like. What I was saying, it was just he was mad. He was just bummed out of his parents, and he was kind of dumping it on me. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> he's... He, no, he's not manipulative at all. No. But that, that was funny. It was just funny that he was like, "If you, if, he's just learning you know, how so to sometimes be." Sometimes people. He's fight. not manipulative at all. He's just learning how. He's to just be. Trying, I'm, I'm he not just, naming any names, but you know how some people. He's just are trying older to get me you. to kill his parents. That's all. Yeah, it's just you, you know. know how some people that are older than you that live in your house that take care of you fight sometimes. <laughs> and then he was just asking me to take out a, a problem that he was having. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, he had a thing that he That's had a great. thing that needed uh, some taking care of. And I thought about it. That's all. Yeah, I'll help him out. Maybe. Why not? That's right. cool. Yeah, but anyways, guys, follow us at radiounderground.co, not com. Mm-hmm. Co. Co. We can't afford dot com. Um, and uh, yes, no, we can't. So it's the uh, it's the end of the show. Before we leave the show, really quick, I need to say one thing. Yeah, where the hell's Joseph been? I don't know. I hope he I hope he's still around. Uh, yeah. So if there's any way you got to communicate with him, I don't. Know. I don't know. I have he quit he he went radio silent. Mm, okay, I hope he's all right. A, we got to find a way. But yeah. guys, we were talking about how we all agree Terry Nunn is hot. She yeah. takes our breath away, and it's the end of the show. So if they remove it, it's at the end of the show, so it doesn't matter. So are we going to take? She going to take her breath away, or are we going to fuck her on the metro? <laughs> yeah, both. Right. We're going to take her breath away though. All right, right now, guys. Radio Underground to CEO. Thank that. you. I do that to all the ladies. We love you. Brian saw Maverick and liked it, by the way. Yes. I'm going to have to watch it. Do it. <laughs>